There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Forever. Hi, I'm Lindsay Katai. And I'm Kelly Nugent, and we co-host the podcast Teen Creeps. We talk about YA Pulp Fiction, but this week we took a little detour to talk about the 1996 classic, The Craft. And we were joined by our movie expert, Oscar Montoya. Yes, yes. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. It so fun. We covered a lot. We talked about how Ski Ulrich is hot now for some of us, but also maybe this is the last time we'll ever podcast together. <laughs> we talked about what we would do if we had the power of Manon within us. We talked about the real um, black girl magic, which is never aging. We talked about how the scariest part of kissing someone is if you are wearing a heavy lip. And the lipstick is gone after you kiss. We talked about wet pet San Pablo. <laughs> we talked about Fariza Balk being truly a goddess. Legendary. So if any of that appeals to you, which it does and should and also does, you should check us out this week on Teen Creeps right here on the Forever Dog Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it creepy. Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, we have a little bit of a question for you, and that is, what's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? Well, BetterHelp.com Online Counseling is there for you. 
BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Yeah, depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and other issues that are kind of, you know, stuff we're all dealing with. Yeah, so connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment and get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist. It's all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option, and for Lost Culturistas, listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code ding dong yeah that's discount code ding dong betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong the promo code again is ding dong because if you've been wanting to talk you got to get started today so go to betterhelp.com slash ding dong and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love and one that you can always change Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. You are on this little soapbox all of a sudden, right yes. before we started recording. I'm so happy you mentioned that. Okay, what's going on? I have a prediction for the world. Okay. I believe... And we were talking with our guest about this. Yes. Because she mentioned seeing a young person. Yep. Playing a certain kind of toy, mm-hmm. and the toy was one of those dink 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 things, like a, like a simple toy. Yes, colloquially they're known as dink 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 things. Of course, thank you. That's rule of culture number eight. It's a dink 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 thing. Mm-hmm. Those toys, and here's what I believe. I believe that yo-yos and the like are coming back because I think that kids are going to start rejecting technology. Now you might ask where what I have to back this up. Mm-hmm. None of them do Facebook. Yes. And I think that the Snapchat and Instagram thing is now such like a young person thing. They get tired of shit quick. Yeah. And I think like, I just think, I actually think like, you know how when you look back at certain decades and, they're, and you're like, oh, the fad of that decade was that. I almost think in a way, social media will be like that for like the 2010s. Sure, sure. For... Like, not that it's a fad, because <laughs> I think obviously social media is here to stay and like te- the expanse of technology is here to stay. But I think we'll look back at this time and be like, that was like the age of like Instagram and Twitter being like ruling everyone's lives. And Gen Z is going to be the the ones to like take us out of that. I mean, there's got to be something. I love that. I love that idea. Did I have a smart thought? You always do and you don't give yourself enough credit. You're right. You're right. And this is the journey that we're going on in 2019. <sighs> Matt. You're always smart though. No, I'm frequently dumb. That's true. Frequently you did buy. Stupid. You did. No, and I'm don't just gonna, do this. But why not? Okay, go. What? We're very transparent here. Yeah. I feel <laughs> that you have spent too much money on clothing for events. Literally, but this is the thing that I've. Tell us the thing. Okay, so um, was out in L.A. Mm. and the day that I met Sandra, oh, o. I was on. I was. It just set me in such an emotional high. Mm-hmm. It gave me such an emotional high that the next day I went to, I was like, I'm going to, I have to do this event. I'm going to reward myself with a nice piece of clothing for this event that it, that will pay for itself the more times I wear it and other things. Always the best responsible fiscal way to go about things that you're going to reward yourself. Um, And so I did that, then then saw Sudi Green that day. Mm-hmm. Um, before the joke read where like all of our stuff was going to be like anonymously read by Andy and Sandra and like it really and then like but it, when it, anyway so I meet with Sudi and I'm like I just spent so much money on my 
talks about it. I don't care. I, I deserve it. And then she goes, yeah, me too. I spent so much money on my on my jumpsuit, but whatever. And I was like, okay, how much money did you spend? And she was like, like $200. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, you can literally just add a zero to that. And that's how much I Shut spent on mine. Shut up. It was literally that much. And so, You're a psycho. And so I felt really guilty about that. And then we do the jerk read and then my stuff, like, it's fine. It, it like lands. It does okay, but it doesn't like kill. And then Sandra comes over and we like talk about something and like she's she has notes for the spit that we wrote together and she's like actually change this and this and this. I don't think this is working and like so to have that coupled with like me not doing well in that space like with her like me like not there was no way she nailing could know, it not nailing it. I was like right. damn it. I was you like, were in a you you were in and a then veritable fugue state. And, but but then like after that I was like it was pure self-flagellation like uh-huh. I I'm a piece of shit. Why I spent so much money on this Could it thing. be returned? I tried returning it. They literally mm-hmm. fucked me over because they were like, well, we had to sew on buttons so that counts as an alteration so you can't return it. And I, oh, wait a minute. And this fucking guy at the Saks Fifth Avenue, the manager at the Saks Fifth Avenue men's formal clothing and section. And of course he was a guy. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, it's, it's not that gendered. No, he, no, they're bad. <laughs> Keep going. So... She talks and then I'm so then over the phone I'm just like I'm I just I wasn't told about the the button alteration and frankly it just I was very upfront about my my budget and like I just can't justify the price point the 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 the, the price and he goes mm. well maybe you should and then he maybe you should have thought of that before you made the purchase <gasps> and I was like fuck you wow. I don't, I'm not gonna get guff from someone who like mm, but when they work at Saks Avenue they can talk to you like that. Yeah, well, whatever. He gets. He has to like swim in footies all fucking day. So his life sucks. And if you work in retail, I'm God bless you. Um, but he particularly sucks. Um, well, I think this that's is a say. life lesson for you both. It is. A, I talked about this in therapy today, and I, I've, I've let it go. I, my guilt is sort of. I've, I've sort of relinquished all that guilt, and it's not. I'm happy I, that you said you, you did this. It humanizes you for the th- listeners <laughs> who think of you as an untouchably intelligent being. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm I'm so stupid. So stupid. But it's fine. I'll oh tell my you god! Who's not stupid at all. The the, the literal the <laughs> diametric the diametric opposite of stupid. Oh god! She truly is a genius. A leader. A genius. I mean, leader in the community. Do you remember the first of time comedy? Of course, that's the com- community I'm referencing. Do you remember the first time you saw her perform? Mm-hmm. I I was I was one of those fucking obnoxious. They're not obnoxious, but I would wait in line for ass cat. Some of them are. Some of them are. Well, whatever. The the, the ass cat line culture. We could, were obnoxious when we were 19, sitting out there waiting for the. No the one's line. the best version of themselves in the ass cat line. Famous, famous thing to Rule say. Rule of culture number 27. No, no one, one is the, the best, best version of themselves, of themselves in the, the ass cat line. line. <laughs> but saw her doing ass cat, then got into stepfathers. I was mm-hmm. like, this person is. I actually, this is kind of kooky, but I didn't see Ascat until years and years and years. That's later. fine. Actually, my first Ascat show was when Sudi Green did monologues. Oh, fun! That is actually the first time I ever uh-huh, went, and that uh-huh. was years later. Yeah. And, but I was like a weekend team, like well, bitch. of course. Like I used to go see Stepfathers all the time. I would always go see um, Law Firm. Like I, I remember. I realized the first time I saw Brian Foss perform was like. 10 years ago in law firm yeah, like what or whatever or, or, uh, uh, law firm can we fact, fact check this with our guest no um I don't know if law firm's been around on the oh, weekend whatever, for 10 years whatever team but it was he was on I know I've, I've remember seeing him like years and years ago and my yeah. favorite team was whatever team oh well that was when I got obsessed with Fran 
Of course. I was obsessed yeah. with Frank Gillespie. Yes, yes, you yes. have to be. You have Still to. to this day. Still to this day. Um, but anyway. But our, we're not talking about her. But you can <laughs> see her on TV if you don't have access to a New York improvisational uh, sphere. So you can see her on TV. She's uh, in the upcoming show, The Other Two. Mm-hmm, which you know we've been chatting about. Chatting we actually about. are doing weeks of Other Two programming. And she, in, in her episode, fits I into love that. that per, into that block. I love that mm. up so much. And uh, she is in the upcoming season making a return appearance. They don't do this for all the characters oh, not everybody in high ma- in high maintenance she she's she's doing a reprise baby mm-hmm. and that is huge i thought your episode was so fucking funny we'll talk about this uh mm. in season two uh please welcome shannon o'neill hi shannon hi i'm so bad at taking compliments but thank you so much well it's... the thing is like when you have like a storied like the thing is like i i, I get that because I get it's that. like it's a lot. Like, especially when you've done as much as you. It's like, and you know you've done a lot. I've, Come been, on. I've been around a while. And you've, and you've, done, done, you've done the yeah. work? You've I've fucking done, done the work. Yeah. So, you know what? You sit there and you fucking take this. <laughs> um, I demand it. I demand I'll it. I'll take it. Thank well, you. whenever I have someone that I really respect in, like when Tammy Saker came in, oh, we were gosh. just like we're looking just like at each other, like scr- screaming uh-huh, the, uh, uh-huh. all the praise that we felt for her. But And it's all deserved. It's deserved. It wouldn't come, it wouldn't be authentic or genuine if it weren't true can i slam the guest that was here before yes. yeah i think okay. i think they're really deaf and i need to turn my <laughs> headphones down a little bit wait okay wait okay hold these on, are hold really on. loud so Let apparently me, okay, yeah, yeah. brandon scott jones is oh, very deaf he's very deaf okay, yeah how's that is this better oh that i turned well talk down. at your nor your this, oh, isn't this ha- is me that's you this is me and you know a little this louder is me. a little louder a little you know louder. i'm loud oh, but yeah. i feel like you respond to my volume that's good this is good this is good no i'll go i'll try hers on and i'll be like now you're so loud matt Sorry, bitch. No, I've, you're good. I, I, no, this I'm, is who I'm I am. Not, but I, that just means I'm, also, I have to, I'm I have to a very down. loud person. We should. I appreciate um, people that project. Talk shit about Brandon Scott Jones. Go. Um, well, he's deaf. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> sweaty. Um, no, I can't talk I shit like about his, him. I like he's his He's literally sweaters. the best. I love him so much. I walked in before and I saw him and I was like, oh, it's a good day. He's someone, this sounds gross. He's joy. He's joy. He's someone who, when he's. going to sound gross? When he sweats, oh, I, I don't mind. Oh, I was just kidding about that. He's a sweaty guy. I think he'd cop to that. But when he sweats, I'm like, it's a good look on him. Well, he's he sticks to the outfit. Like he'll be on stage and have a hoodie and a t-shirt, but he won't take the hoodie off and he'll be sweating. Mm. So he like sticks to the outfit. Yeah, that's a thing I think yeah. with us gays is when we pick out a look, it's like you stick to the look. Like stick. especially in you know a certain space is gonna be hot. Uh-huh. Was the Chelsea space hot on stage? I'm not remembering. Mm, it's usually cold. No, Chelsea was pretty good, unless the AC was on the uh, on, the, on fritz. the on the fritz, which yeah. is a um, a common thing with all UCB spaces. But the Chelsea one was not didn't go on the fritz too much. Yeah, yeah. Or during Del Close Marathon, it'd be if there's too many bodies. Right, but, right, right. Exactly. But normally, no. If you think about if you think about all the air conditioning in the world, oh, bitch, it's terrifying. A lot. It's a lot. Truly, the scale could keep you up at night. Yeah, but I didn't grow up with air conditioning. Really? Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Outside of Philly and Pennsylvania, but just like we just didn't have it because it was like we couldn't afford it. Uh And so, actually, my mom, we had an air conditioner that she gave to the neighbors. So the Neps had our air conditioner, but I just the Neps. They're nice, nice older couple who were very sweet to me all the time. They were nice. They took care of me when like my mom was like at work and stuff. Mm -hmm. If I I needed something, if I got like bit by a carpenter bee and I was heard screaming in my backyard, carpenter bee. Mister Nep came running over, being like, "What's What's happening? What's happening over here?" Uh, So I just learned to 
sleep and live without it. Yeah. Wow. And you can do it. So was as it a young person. It was a fan heavy house. I oh. had like a yeah, I had like a well our it was a split level, so our rec room was always cool because mm-hmm. there was like shade on it. And so heat rises. Out. Yeah, heat rises. So I hung out a lot in the rec room. If yeah. I had to, I'd sleep down there. But a fan, I love sleeping with a fan on my face. Yeah, I I enjoy that as well. Yeah. But the air, any resentment towards your mother for giving the air conditioner to the nymphs? No, because it was Good. a kind gesture. Because they were an wow. older couple and they, they were very helpful. And we didn't need it. Right. Yeah. I would, I My would, mom still doesn't have one. She's like 70. She just learns to live. She does. But don't you think she'd enjoy one? No. Um, now it's just like a force of, this is the way I live my life. Yeah. Air conditioner list. Yeah. And, sh- and I don't think our house can handle, like the house can handle it. I see. The oh. outlets, you know, and the sure. amount of power an AC gives. And yeah. She would always be thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wattage, baby. Or like, yeah. Or like the air conditioner pulling the window out. Yeah. She was oh. like, yeah. She would just be like, the window. Yeah. The house is, every needs time some I, help. every time I put in my air conditioner, it is your wrist and I'll kill someone. I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. Like when you put in the air conditioning into your oh. thing. Oh, yeah. Like that's not a good. That's not a thing I should be doing. Mine's screwed in. I see. Mine's it's permanent great. in my apartment. Good that's, for you. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. And I feel like you know with this green new deal that AOC is proposing. Oh, we're bringing. Okay. We're all about it right now. But come the summer, we're not going to want to be giving up our our uh, air conditioner. Oh. Yeah. That is that is intentional. AOC knows that we we're, we're gonna want. To be on board for a Green New Deal in the winter. That's yes. what she. That's what yep. the whole her whole game is. I never trusted her. I never <laughs> trusted her. What a lying. You always request when the guard is down. Exactly. Hello. That's Hello. how you get through this world. <laughs> that's how you get through this world. <laughs> now, okay, tell us more about the Neps. To be honest, because I want you to <laughs> yeah. talk about your upbringing in sure. Pennsylvania, <laughs> in really with the Neps as the reference point. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the Neps lived across the street. Got it. Um, and they were an older couple. They had kids mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. were out of the house. Right. And like their kids would come over <clears throat> and their grandkids. But um, they always, my mom was like a single single mom. So it was mm-hmm. like me and my mom. Mm-hmm. I have two brothers, mm-hmm. but for some reason they lived with my dad. Uh, that's something I can unpack somewhere else. Because the men go with the men. <laughs> yeah. And the girls, they go with the girls and the yeah. Neps. In the end, probably okay. But yeah, uh, sure. so yeah, the Neps would always like, I was like a latchkey kid. So I always knew if I had an issue, mm-hmm. I could go to the Neps. Mm-hmm. They were very kind. Um, there was a, um, I love basketball and they knew I love basketball. Like I like saved up one summer so I could buy the basketball hoop for the, mm. for my driveway. Uh-huh. And there was this, uh, they had a VHS to VHS recorder. So if you went to the Blockbuster or uh, what was it? It wasn't Blockbuster yet, Hollywood but it was video? Or no. I don't, it was like a it was a Baskin Robbins that had a video store next to it. Wow. I love and that. that's where we would go to get our movies. But yeah. you would duplicate this pre, them. This was pre yeah. So if there's a movie that I loved, then my mom would be like, she would take it to the naps and be like, I gotta return this by Thursday. Can you make a copy for Shannon? And they would do it. And there was this one movie i really loved called the um it was uh, i'm gonna get the name wrong but it's like pistol pete the pete maravich story okay, okay. it was like a kind of like a hallmark original type of uh movie but it's like this awesome story about pete maravich who's a basketball player and like him as a little kid and like scrawny little working his way yeah becomes an nba player in the end but um they made a copy of it for me uh-huh. and i it's like 
I always remember that because <gasps> I was like, I loved watching it and I got to watch it all the time because of the naps. Because that little naps gesture. Yeah. I, you never forget those good neighbors. No, they're I great. Had, there was a woman who lived next door. Her name was Marianne. And my mom did hair in the house. So she she would come over every like and she I, I used to like sit there and watch my mom do these women's hair. And so I would pick up the way that suburban women talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So whenever they'd go to tip my mom and she was like a really good friend of theirs, my mom would go, no, you don't have to do that. Stop. Stop. Don't do that. Stop it. Get out of here. No, 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 no. And Marianne one time said to me, um, I want you to come over and I want you to pick out a video game for Nintendo and you can pick anyone you want. Oh. And I literally said, no, stop. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. Stop it. That's not, that's too much. And she got mad at me like I was being disrespectful. And my mom was literally watching it like a car wreck. And she was like, no, he's trying to do the thing where like he's, he's you're performing humble. He's trying to do that thing. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. woman didn't get it. She was like, what's wrong with my video games? And all of a sudden became this like Long Island like thing. But she was a nice lady what's overall. Wrong with She's like, what's wrong with my house? He doesn't want to come over to my house? She thought, like, when I when she left, my mom was like, you know, that Marianne, she's crazy. We're not going over to her house. <laughs> but it was just me being, like, trying to be, like, a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> like, stop it! Wow. And nips were good. Warm. I think once, and when they, and they both eventually, well, they did, uh, once they both passed away, it mm. really affected my mom, because, like, that was, that was, like, who she could go to sure. if like another neighbor was like upsetting her and mm-hmm. like she could, you know, she was having like, she had this like, oh. old, like this couple. So now my mom doesn't really have that. Allies has, on the street. She does. She has the Sharavos a couple of houses down mm-hmm. okay. that they kind of like will look out for my mom for like certain things. And, they, and like Mr. Sharavo. That's a great mows, last name. Mows my mom's lawn. We'll give her a discount when he mm. knows that she doesn't have the money that month. Mm-hmm. He's There's like some good souls, but there's some, there's some nasties. But I mean, some nasties now, and I'm not there. there, to, there. I'm not there to help. No, Damn. listen, you're not mm. there to fucking be the nep. No, no, I wish I could. Were there a lot of kids on the street when you were growing up? Um, yeah, one of my best friends, Holly Ann. Uh, she grew up on my street, and that's when we had like uh, school closed for mm-hmm. snowstorms. Love that. Go to Holly Ann's. Mm-hmm. She had a Nintendo. We would play Nintendo. There was one bad storm that was like two weeks that we had off because mm. it was so bad and it was like yeah it was like a long time mm-hmm. i think it was like kind of came after like a winter break so it was like a winter break into so it was like this like i remember missing like, ah. like basketball games were canceled and that pissed me off um <laughs> i love basketball uh you want even see like that's a, that's like a real love for basketball though because i, I like, even when even though i loved sports when i was a kid like if a game got canceled i'd be like that's cool we can we can play uh, at home no, you wanted to play. No, because they don't really reschedule those. Because like, yeah, sometimes you lose out on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there was Holly Ann, and uh, there was a bunch, and then Cody Rosenberg was also my age. You gotta have a Cody on the street. Gotta yeah. have a Cody. You gotta have, you gotta Mike, have a Rosenberg. Cody Rosenberg, Mike Pizzy was like a couple Mike years younger. Pizzy. Mike Pizzy. What hung out? We got Mike Pizzy and I got in trouble because remember? Did you ever like, make your you and your friends make each other faint? <laughs> okay, I mean, like we we would try to, but we didn't know how. Uh, but I know what you're saying. That was stupid like, shit like that. That was all the like time. you know, that was like a trend. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what we did? We did that thing where it was like you dead arm each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, until... dead leg. Like punching each other in the arm until like you couldn't move it. Or punch dead leg, where you know the right spot to punch it immediately yeah, goes dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'd make each other faint, and so um, <laughs> where you bend over. Don't do this at home. No. Will I get in trouble? I don't care. Last yeah, reasons, listeners, I know you're so stupid, but don't do this at home. Do don't not do, do this at home. You bend over at the waist and you take like deep, heavy breaths while you're bent over. <laughs> and then as soon as you stand up against a wall 
and you take two hands against your neck. <laughs> I wow. have done this. I have done and this. And then wow. it's ter- and then you and then you pass out. But you have the most vivid dreams. Yeah. Like you're only out for like really? ten seconds, fifteen seconds, but you feel like you would feel like you've been dreaming for wow. forever. And they're so vivid and insane that I was like, I kinda got addicted to those the crazy rush. those dreams it that was, I would yeah. have. It was a mini trip. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then you'd come, and then you'd like come out of it, and your friends would either be like freaked out because they're like you were shaking <laughs> and we couldn't wake you up for like ten seconds. <laughs> uh, but Mike Pizzi and I did it, and he inv- he instigated it, and I was like, sure, let's do it. Oh my god! And then somehow got back to his mom, and his mom then called my mom, and my mom was mad. Uh. She's like, why did you make Mike Pizzi faint? And I was like. No, Mike Izzy. Sorry, I keep saying Pizzy. It's not. It's Mike Izzy. Oh, man. Canonically, it's Pizzy. It's Pizzy. It For us, it's yeah. got to be Pizzy. Yeah, yeah. Mike Izzy. I was, I was like, that sounds weird. And then I was like, I. it was, we. I was like, he instigated it. I was like, I did it. But it was like, we both are equally at fault. No, yeah. There's oh, no reason why no. like, you should have taken the fall there. Where yeah. is he now? Do we know what he's doing? I do not know. His I, mom, his parents still live in the neighborhood in the same house. Got it. Um, are you still I friends with Holly Ann? Uh, like, text every now and then. We've kind of lost touch, but it's still like... We can uh, uh, text each other. Hmm. I don't um, think I have any friends from like elementary school. I have one. I have one listener from middle school. Wow, Claire Canary. And by the way, back in the day, she was like, she was like hanging with the cool kids, and I was like, okay, she's untouchable. I can't really like. There's no like social thing here but like mm-hmm. every now and then she'll be like i just listened to the episode so funny i'm like you were like that's great which is just which is just sweet in the end yeah they're very nice I don't know, very nice i have a question yeah. for you guys go <laughs> he's smacking his lips my best friend from when i was in kindergarten and first grade his name his first name was billy i will not say his full name Uh-oh. because that would be uncouth mm-hmm. billy we discovered at the same time celine dion and Mariah Carey yep. and all the pop divas. Is he and gay? what we would do is we would sit in his room and just listen and listen and listen. And you know who he was obsessed with as a kindergartner? Shania. No, I was obsessed with Shania. Yeah, no, who, who, who? He didn't like Shania actually and it was a source of contention. <laughs> he loved Robin. Oh! Who was at the time she Show me love No yes Show me love My number one favorite song growing up. Yeah. So Wait, Robin? Robin, Dancing on My Own Robin. Was a pop star in ninety five. You were kin- in kindergarten. Yes. Yeah. Well, like in like ninety five, ninety seven, ninety eight was Show Me Love. Really? We could debate. I, I will look it up. I guarantee it was not that long. Ago. All right. Not not ninety five. Well, know all I'm knowing is all I can tell you is that in nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six, when I was this age in first grade, let's say, like this kid was obsessed with Robin, and I never got Robin. But what I'm saying is, oh, you're right, ninety five. Sorry. My question is, and then after that, he kind of became like. Like sort of like he like, like, a, like a swaggy kind of like white kid who like like a, like a little Eminem kid, mm-hmm. fucking the worst. Like and he kind of masculinized and like started to wear like the the flat brim hats and like started to get very like you know. This like, is in first grade. He started was, doing this. This was like he started to do this in like fourth fifth grade <laughs> okay. as we kind of separated and then I moved yeah, away. That is the age. But I lost touch with him. Uh-huh. And I want to know: Do you think <clears throat> the fact that at Five years old, your instinct is to worship Celine Dion. That that says something about you and your essence. Is Billy gay? <laughs> this is tough. And I, what, is he my soulmate? I'm not the right person to ask. Why aren't you the right because, person? Because because 
I when I was five and worshiping Celine Dion, I was in Montreal where that was like you had to do. You're that. right. You don't know. You had to do that if you were. In, Where's in this? That Long Island, Long New York. Island. It feels like he started to rebel from his instincts. Yes, right. Whether it's a, a I don't think I, I wouldn't be able to attach sexuality to it, but right. I think at least. Maybe there was some. He started to feel a shame of what he really enjoyed. And that's mm-hmm. absolutely true. So he could be. He could still be a, a straight guy, but there's some sh- sh- strain. Some where repression. He doesn't, some repression of like, oh, I can't like this because that means yep. I'm something else. Yeah. I- when it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed, finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And it doesn't. Our second grade teacher literally shamed us because we both knew all the words to tell him by Celine Dion and Barbara Streisand. And we wrote it down. Shamed you? She was like, all right, so here's the thing. Instead of, okay, this is fucked up. Go. This is a deep revealing thing about myself. So we would have like journal time. And instead of writing my own stories, I would write down all the lyrics to like Mariah Carey songs. And Mariah Carey songs back in 95, 96, like at that time, they were actually, the vocabulary she used like was actually kind of that's, crazy. Well, that's my favorite thing. She still uses crazy like words. Yeah, like she used words like incessantly and nonchalantly and like all these things. And I knew these words from Mariah Carey. And so I would literally just verbatim write the lyrics to her songs because I loved them so much. And my teacher one day said, you, you, you're not at this level no, grammatically. my second grade teacher was like, I have to read this one thing that Matt wrote. And he, she's like, she read the words to tell him out loud. And Billy and I had written it together. To the whole class? And I was like, no! And it was fully like a love song about a man. To the whole class? To the whole class she did this. And it was just so embarrassing. And then I remember oh, I, I moved to a different God. school, not because of that. <laughs> but I moved to the, my next school that I went to. I, I did the same thing in third grade. And my teacher, Miss Patchouli... Like found Patchouli? Miss Patchouli. That's great. So fun. She found the lyrics to like emotions by Mariah Carey, like in my in my book, and she would write notes back and she was like, Matthew, this story is so beautiful. She obviously wasn't like a Mariah fan. Okay, were you just but she was like, This is so beautiful. You're so advanced. Like the, 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 the feeling in this poem is incredible. And it was like literally like Mariah at 24, like her, I had her pop star. You wait, can you look back at the first experience where you say you yeah. felt like you were shamed? Yes. Can you replay that in your mind? Mm-hmm. And was it her? It was, I'm, I'm, this might feel like a leading question. Like it was her shaming you or was it her like surprised by it? But like you were, you were embarrassed. So you felt like it was shame, but maybe she was celebrating you. Like how can I you, can you look it back at it? It was definitely her being like, let me read this out loud because I think it's funny. funny. I think she thought it was funny. And I remember everyone was laughing and we were laughing too. And I was like, it's a song. It's a song. And she was like, okay, whatever. But I, she, mm. I remember but like I, funny to her, but funny to kindergartners is going to be like different. different. And I feel yeah. like looking back, should she have done that? No, no, but ha- shaming of teachers. But is that tough. kid. Oh yeah. Tough. You don't forget. No. And no. they're often, they do it often. I remember that's, I had a teacher who, after the Columbine shooting, well, she was very affected by the Columbine shooting, and she made us stand in a circle and hold hands and sing the song Hands by Jewel. My hands are small, I know, but they're not the whole yours. Thing. Yeah. We had to do this. That's beautiful. And then weeks While later- While wearing trench coats? <laughs> weeks later, uh-huh. when we were bad at recess- you're bad at recess. We, we, we were, Not bad at recess, but bad behavior we, during, during recess. recess. We were, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we didn't do recess right. No, um, we were badly behaved at recess, uh-huh. and the mon- lunch monitor that would like help us like play or whatever, like facilitate us mm-hmm, like having mm-hmm, recess, mm-hmm. came back and said, 
this is what's happening. And then my teacher came back and I and only looking back now, do I realize how fucked up from Columbine she must've been because she was like, you know, this is exactly how Columbine happened. <laughs> but what was your behavior? I think we were like, like bullying each other. I think we were like, not listening to one person who wanted to play something different. It, 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 I mean, what could it possibly have been? It couldn't have been crazy, oh my gosh. but she literally, and then now looking back, I'm like, she was obviously a very scared teacher. She was just who was shaken and emotional about the fact that this happened in a school and wanted so badly us to like be part of the change. And she was just, I think she was emotionally. Distraught. Yeah, she was very jarred and still feeling aftershocks, but my question is, going back to the Mariah lyrics, <laughs> would you just write the lyrics down, bare bones? You not, wouldn't even or, not an original creative thought on the page. No filler, like it wasn't like other characters' dialogue. Then, so you wrote the lyrics down, and then you pa that passed as a story to your teacher because she didn't know what it was from, and it was right. I just she just maybe she just wasn't a Mariah so, you, fan. But, so she then thought it was. So when she read it, she thought it she was thought a it story. Was, she the first it was one, me. the first teacher. The second teacher. Oh, the second teacher. The, the, the first teacher, I think she didn't look into it as much. She kind of just shamed me and moved no, on. But the third, the third so, grade teacher I had was like fully praising me for my. There's no narrative arc to you just writing down like nothing. It's just a, it's in the second person. It was like, poems. It's prose. It, yeah. Oh, okay. She just I thought see. they were like these incredible poems that I was writing. I was writing. And you wrote like you've got me feeling emotions deeper than I've ever dreamed of. <laughs> you've got me feeling emotions, emotions higher than, than, the, ha than the heavens above. Than the heavens above. Higher. You know the way to make me lose control. Oh, as a third <laughs> When grader. you're looking into my eyes, you make me feel so ooh, 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 ooh. Now, if you really think about it, it's fucked up. That's a nail. That's a great sketch. How do I, yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect sketch. Uh, that is great. Yeah. But, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing about Mariah that I think people haven't fully zoned in on, like, like, like zoomed in on is. The reason she has such a funny vocabulary in her lyrics is because she's an adverb queen. Like mm -hmm. even in um, get the fuck out, she goes, "My prince was so unjustly handsome." Yeah, incessantly. She's um, always using vocab. Yeah, inevitably. Like she loves to end on ly words, so she's an adverb queen. Yeah, that's but specifically, I want to be the first person to say oh. on recorded media that Mariah Carey is an adverb, adverb queen. queen. Yeah. Also, like the weird words, like in and like always been my baby, where she's like. You'll always be a part of me. Indefinitely. I'm a part of you indefinitely. It's, it's like indefinitely. But it works. It, it works. works well. It works well. Okay. Um, Shannon, I think this is the time in the show where we ask you the question we ask all of our guests. Because mm -hmm. clearly now we're, we're talking about our culture is Mariah. What your yes, culture yes. is. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I was, that's not my culture. If it's, no. if, if it's Pistol Pete. I like Mariah, but I don't, I was like, oh, that's not the music I listened to when I was sure, sure. up. I, I didn't listen to a lot of music. That's fine. It mm. could it could be it could be the pistol Pete thing. But what was the culture that made you say culture was for me? The culture that made you move into a cultural direction. Yeah. Um, it would be, um, Letterman. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, great. Like I remember like, you Car this. like Carson Letterman. Yeah, I yeah. used to. But Letterman um, won out. Letterman, yeah, just definitely because he was. Um, I liked, um, watching Carson. Uh, because he was a good interviewer and mm -hmm. like I would love specific guests that he would have on like Joan Embry who's like a mm. zoologist from the San Diego mm -hmm. Zoo. Mm -hmm. I love like certain segments. Um but I would I was always allowed to stay up on Fridays to mm -hmm. watch Letterman. Mm -hmm. Um when we finally got a VCR I could record it, but I would sneak down cuz I knew my mom would watch Carson and I should have been in bed so I'd sneak down and sit on the top of the stairs cuz she would fall asleep on the couch. 
Um, so Carson would end and then Letterman would start. So I could sit there and watch Letterman as long until like she would start to stir and then I would gently rise ah, yes. and go back to bed. Yeah. So that was like a thing where I would like sneak my, uh, my Letterman, <clears throat> my Letterman viewing. Cause that's very much like, I think like my, my comedic kind of like way of thinking is like, like being sarcastic. I like mm-hmm. how he doesn't pull punches and like his little man on the street stuff. It was all just like, I was like, what is this? This is awesome. Well, Letterman like, esta- like Carson like established like formative norms, I guess now in late night, but like Letterman mm-hmm. like was someone who like led with tone, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like like if people want to sound like him. Like it, it affected people's other people's comedic voices in this way that like you he took can't really cha- like it was like chances. Carson. Yeah, Letterman very much like just took like big swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. to see if something would would work. Totally. And I think Carson was just like set and nailing it, but didn't need to like reinvent anything. Where Carson was like kind of. I mean, a Letterman was like, oh, this is him fighting to stay alive. Yes, because yeah, yes. he already had one show canceled on him. So right. I almost feel like Colbert is the worthy successor to Letterman because Colbert doesn't ever like. He never um, would sacrifice like his sense of humor or his mm-hmm. intelligence mm-hmm. in the same way as Letterman. Whereas, like with Fallon now, and it's kind of like in the same vein as Carson and you know Jay Leno before him, where it's, it leads with the fun and it's yeah. about like being a late night show. Whereas, like Letterman is like David Letterman. It's like it's 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 the tone is set and it's like. His show, whereas like it's the Tonight Show, whereas that was Letterman. It's Letterman. Oh yeah, and now it's it Colbert. Now you know what Colbert. I mean? Yeah. But even with Late Night, it was like uh, uh, Late Night with David. Because I watched Late Night, which yeah. was maybe before your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Late Night was after Carson, so I was watching right. that until '92, right. and, and then '92 he moved to okay CBS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was 12:30 slot until I believe '92. Yeah. I might be a little off, and then he moved to 11:30. Mm. At um, CBS. CBS, and Conan felt like the right successor to Letterman. Yes. on Late Night. Yes, mm. I but, do love Conan, but Letterman. Yeah. I thought I will give credit to Letterman as being a great interviewer as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially mm-hmm. even towards the end, I think. I don't know. Well, like just he this... never was worried about the guests' feelings. Mm-hmm. No. And well, sometimes the, par- the Paris interview. Paris yeah, Elmer. Paris interview. Or there's a one before that that. Um, Shit. That's just Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. Watch the Farrah Fawcett no, interview? Oh, no. What went down with that? That's like, that is legendary. Okay, can you give like a play-by-play? Uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But it's like, it's just someone who is clearly um, uncomfortable on something. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. She's yeah. under the influence uh-huh. and out there doing an interview and it was bananas. Wow. It's legendary. And then wow. there's the Drew Barrymore interview where she oh, flashed him. Yes, 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 there's yes. like, I mean, Late Night has all these like... Um, is it like the uh oh gosh? Is it not the um throws the oh he threw water at Letterman? It's why is it escaping my head? Chris, oh wait, Crispin I remember Glo- this. Crispin Glover. Oh, Crispin yes, Glover. Yes, I mean, yes, he's yes. like banned. He was like banned after that, right? Right. right and right. he and Letterman famously had a thing with Oprah for years. Yeah, Oprah's yes. thing is famous, and then the share thing too. Oh, share. Like, oh yeah, he had to make. He basically like would like, which I love about Letterman mm-hmm. because he can like. Uh, be abrasive. Uh, admit to faults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is very important for any human to be like, oh yeah, I was abrasive. Mm-hmm. I admit, and then it's like, and then him and Oprah now can like do interviews together. Right. Yeah, and it was fun. like, yeah, and share. Share called, called him an asshole to his uh-huh. face. Oh, like on, yeah, yeah, on, on, on air. <laughs> which makes you like yeah. both of them. Yeah. I who has who has done that to Jimmy Fallon? No one. No. Yeah. Who's you know? So it's like, which is fine. That's like that tone. But like I, it's like yeah, Letterman is just like. 
what is wrong with you? Like, I will call it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 very like eye roll to say, but like I kind of you you miss that in yes. You don't because you don't see people taking risks anymore. Like honestly, nowadays I feel like celebrities, if there's gonna be anything questionable going on during an interview, they just don't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or because I think now with social media and it being able to like be on the internet the next day and yeah. you can watch yes. and watch and watch. You can control your own narrative all the time. Yeah. Like I don't think Trump will ever do another interview. Like not it, that we want him like, to. Not, but... not right, but like there would be a time. There would be a point in time where we would demand that. Whereas like uh-huh. to just to hear answers or whatever. But now it's just like because any celebrity, okay. you see it with Kanye West. You know what I mean? He tries. He's out there controlling his own narrative or attempting to all the time. So they don't feel the need to like need these shows anymore. So you don't see those kinds of iconic interactions. Yeah. The only way you get it is like Eric Andre, where he like mm-hmm. just oh, like yeah. you know. Has to like punk them a little bit, right? To like put make them uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's really not about them. It's about like having rats pop out. And being yeah. Like, so you're seeing them actually react to something that's not right. You know, they're yeah, it's right. like not in their control. Totally. Which and, is like yeah, we told that's to- it's so missing. But now it's just like yeah. okay, well, like the way that they, there's like segment producers for each interview that like are like, do you have a funny story to tell? Oh, we'll tell that. Oh, that that that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That'll go great. So Seth will lead you with. I'm not saying this is an example, but it's like. Yeah. Seth will just ask you this and then that'll be your cue to go into this. It's like, it feels choreographed in a way that like could be loosened a little bit. I don't yeah. Know. We yeah. need to loosen it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but who's the best now? That's, that's that's hard to say. They're also different. I do I love I mean, I Colbert. think Seth Meyers does do a good interview. Yeah, I love like, Seth. Like he's really, he's really great at interviewing people. Yeah, yeah. And I think pulling fun stuff out of them. But I also don't watch enough to mm-hmm. have an opinion. Yeah. I mean- Seth, the last thing I can remember is Kellyanne being on Seth. Conway? Yeah. Conway. And that mm-hmm. was great. Um, but then the last person who like truly like would like have no problem embarrassing their guest if they deserved it was like John Stewart. Mm. And even that is like, I don't know. That's I, also like not not on the same level as Letterman. Where it yeah. was like I can get I don't get it the way you want it, but like I can you can still get a little bit if you watch um Thursday night um basketball on oh. uh, with like Barkley and Shaq because uh-huh, uh-huh. they are they bust each other all the time yeah so you can get that thing of like oh they're all being vulnerable and allowing each other to like shit on each other That's yeah great. and bust each other's balls which is like you just want that but you have to get people that are okay with that okay yeah, so yeah it's like, oh. I know. so it's like podcast now like you get it like yeah. you two bust each other's balls sure, and it's sure. fun and you're vulnerable and that's what's fun but like to have always have guests be able to do that it's tough it's no, tough. the ones that you want to yeah you know you know you, it's really it's you know my dad pointed out like this was like two years ago i was at home and i was watching rupaul's drag race and he was like watching it and i was like oh god what is he gonna say about this and he it went to a commercial and he was like they're so honest with each other <laughs> and i was like that's such an interesting pull it's an interesting to pull. take from it like he didn't have anything to say about like how they were acting or like or like you know the, what they were wearing or anything he was like i'm impressed by how direct they are with each other and it is that thing of like you know like with drag obviously it's yeah, just like yeah. they say whatever the fuck they want right, but right. true honesty now is sort of and true dialogue and forcing each other to be honest i think it's why people are obsessed with all these like um reality shows is because like you don't actually see real dialogue mm. on especially on news programs like yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i try to watch a lot of them now and it's like if they're not screaming at each other it's a bunch of people that think the same thing and so or it's uh, something that would never make it to like the next day's like 
right. clip on Twitter where everyone sees it. And exactly. everyone's like, oh, there's let's form an opinion around this. And you get those tiny moments, and those moments do go viral. Like when Lauren Duca threw it back at Tucker Carlson. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, right. that was like so fierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what it stuck out because we're like... But that's not like that's not late night. That's not like right now. It's not late night. Yeah. No. Anyway, no. and that just puts people. They're like, oh now, oh it's like, oh now that Lauren Duca did that, now everyone's gonna be like, we have to change how we yeah right. have you know book our guests. Yeah. <sighs> then they're just afraid of it happening again. Yeah. Because the sucks. worst thing you can do is look stupid. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. It sucks. Um, <laughs> I do just want to say the Paris interview, the Paris Hilton interview that with was Letterman, genius. genius. Just like by the like by like the middle she like is, loses her patience she's like i don't want to talk about this yeah. being in prison anymore and he goes okay okay and then um someone screams from the audience i love you paris and then she goes <laughs> love you too and then letterman goes uh oh, someone you met in prison and the entire <laughs> audience explodes yeah. like like so he's funny. so good so, so good. funny you have to be so like cuz even in like whenever we interview someone that's like that makes us a little nervous. Like, you really do have to be so good at what you do to stay the course and something like that. Especially with something like Paris Hilton at the time was huge. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, anyone else, I feel like, would have just backed off or been like, "I can't ask her that. It's embarrassing." Like, yeah, but he's but not. He, in a, he was not ever in a position where he, like, I don't want to say cared enough, but it was just like, yeah. he is the king of late night. Yeah. yeah, it's like if she never wants to come back, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah. what do you want? You know, mm. we'll have many other guests. Yeah. And it's like that's where like Leno took over um, control when he got Hugh Grant after his infamous mm. uh, blowjob. Yes. Oh. And so like Hugh, he booked Hugh Grant and that was like he had to ask that question. Yeah. So Jay Leno like has Hugh Grant after he got caught uh, getting a BJ and uh-huh. then it was like asking him it. And it's like that's where like there was like this kind of like it was like honesty and like. Like really asking guests the right thing is like what was making people right Damn. the king of late night, and I then think it, that's and probably then it, still applies though. If someone were to just do that and break the seal on there's that, too you know? much though. There's too much TV for. Sure. I sure. mean, I don't really even know who's running in the ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that Colbert, I think it's Colbert. Still, a little bit yeah, yeah. is still ahead. I mean, yeah, but I can't imagine there the have Trump as... moment was tough for Fallon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've read. <laughs> oh. We've read the trades. <laughs> Honey, we get the trades. And yeah. then, uh, honestly, you know who's like, I always, we talk about this all the time and we've been talking about this since the beginning mm-hmm, of this podcast, mm-hmm. but Ellen. Ellen. I mean, like, I can't with Ellen. Like, you can't like, watch? I can't with Ellen because I, there's been too many times where it's just been like, no, this guy's just a douchebag. And that might just be it. And I think she sometimes feels bad for people that are as famous as her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I think she's genuinely went through or one of the sh- hardest things that a celebrity has gone through Absolutely. over the past 30 years. And I do respect and admire her strength through that. But I don't necessarily think all the same rules applies to the people that she gives apology platforms. No, they've, have they earned that platform? No. And the thing is like with Kevin Hart, he did come out. Of, this is actually like breaking news as of like no, today yeah, or yeah, yesterday, yeah. but he did come out with the like quote unquote heartfelt uh, apology, apology, a real apology to the LGBT community community this is post ellen interview post this ellen. is post ellen yeah. interview but which was not an apology but it was just still, him saying he had when he really had never really extended a real still apology didn't address how he just gaslit the timeline right everyone yeah mm. and so it's just like i don't know like i, I think like 
with her, she's like a whole other thing because it's like it pretends to be this fun, 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 fun show. Like, and Ellen, I think, is at her best when she's just leading with the goofiness and dancing around and like being Ellen, positive and, Ellen. And then there's these moments where it's like, no, actually, you can't just erase the fact, the way that people feel about this thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Or just you, speak on other people's behalf. Do you ever think about yourselves of should you get to that level? Mm-hmm. Like, worry about the disconnect? Of like, cause you watch, like I watch like, you know, like comedians in cars yeah. and uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, Seinfeld is disconnected He's from a rich man society. Yeah. 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 He's disconnected. Yeah. He doesn't, there's no worries. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he probably has worries. I can't say that. There's probably shit going sure, on in his sure, life sure. that we don't know about, but there is this disconnect. And it's like, Ellen has this disconnect. Right. And yeah. I mean, I grew up watching her show, loving yeah. it, loving yeah. it, loving it. And then it's like, oh yeah. Like, did you watch her new special? Didn't watch her new special. But it's great. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I heard it's amazing. It is great. It's, great. Yeah. it's almost her being like admitting to exactly she this has like disconnect that she has. Yes, yeah. there is like this self awareness, which I was like, oh, this is really funny and good. I thought you were gonna say, do you ever think about like if you ever get on Ellen and she's like, so you talk shit about me on your <laughs> podcast? And I was like, I think about that a lot. <laughs> we're never allowed. We will never go on. I'll never be booked on Ellen. It's fine. Sorry. I think you can just admit it, though. Yeah, I'll be yeah. like, uh, it's honestly, like a friendship thing. If like a friend's mad sure. at you, and yeah. you're just like, hey, and it's like, yeah, this is how I was feeling because yeah. like I was here, you're here, so like, yeah, yeah, okay. We we just yeah. we bring that approach. We we bring that emotional connection into Ellen into the show. Yeah, and we're like, let's just pretend we're friends and let's just be upfront with what we've said about you in the past. I would think in my heart that I would have no problem telling her. Yeah, I did think it was like if we were behind this behind the stage and she would ever like be like, you said this thing or if anyone were, uh-huh, were to be like uh-huh. this, I feel like I would be able to say, I did think it was fucked up that you had Matthew Fax on after a woman accused him of punching her. I did think it was a little fucked up. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, and that's you're allowed. And then yeah. and then it's like, how do you respond to that? Yeah. Be like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, it is weird. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you get to hear her side of it. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Didn't know that. So glad I got famous so you could tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Bowen. I just got to say the only straight culture I like these days is teeth. Okay, straight teeth are the only straight culture I want. And look, let's get something straight. Your teeth, the ones you cover when you laugh or hide whenever someone breaks out a camera. Well, don't do that anymore. And here's the solution. Smile Direct Club. With Smile Direct Club, you can straighten your teeth with invisible aligners sent directly to you. And for only $80 a month, you can have a smile you'll love and a lifetime of competence. No braces, no monthly office visits, no paying a fortune with Smile Direct Club because the invisible aligners Aligners work gently and discreetly to gradually guide your teeth into alignment. And one of their 200 plus duly licensed doctors oversee your plan every step of the way. Duly licensed is the operative word here, okay? Because they're licensed when it's due. That's what that means, literally. So go to SmileDirectClub.com to see the real before and after photos of more than 350,000 satisfied grins. So... You can go order a free impression kit with a rebate or schedule a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops in your city or your township, wherever you are. Plus, Smile Direct Club has an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use offer code ding dong, all one word. If you're listening, this offers for you. Get $150 off at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast with offer code ding dong one more time that's smiledirectclub.com slash podcast offer code ding dong and even you can partake in straight culture bye
Okay, so at some point in every Lost Culturistas episode, I brandish the fact that I am in therapy and that Matt is not, but don't worry, we'll get him there. But if you are also uh, thinking about getting a therapist but aren't sure where to start, BetterHelp.com Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Whether it's depression, stress, or anxiety, or trauma, or grief, or self-esteem issues, or any combination of those things, BetterHelp can help connect you with your counselor in a safe and private environment. So you can get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. That is huge. That is uh, the biggest roadblock for a lot of people um, in my experience. And uh, I was just antsy to get it going. But with BetterHelp, there's almost no lead time in in that way where you're not blatantly sitting around waiting to talk to someone and get to whatever thoughts or emotions you have uh, out and in the open and you know, you're able to start making sense of things in a very quick way. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Los Culturistas listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code DING DONG, all one word. If you've been wanting to talk to someone, get started today and go to betterhelp.com forward slash DING DONG and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love and one that you can always change if necessary. So that's betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong with promo code ding dong. For someone to say you're a gatekeeper right. is them saying you're my only way in, which yeah. is which is not true. Yeah, There's and, no yeah. one way in. Everyone has a different path. Everyone, yeah, which is, yeah, I had to... Um, probably say that a million different ways to a million different people i mean no one's ever told me i mean i know that people think that as a when i was artistic director at ucb that i was like this you know preventing people from their dreams yeah. or mm-hmm. stopping their dreams or create but it's like anyone that succeeded was because of their talent and anyone that like didn't you know come through was just like well it just wasn't like the right time or it's like or you're not good at Harold. Who fucking cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, who cares? That was always a thing. That's like this finite thing. That's yeah. like, it, it, it's like you're, but you can still take what you've learned yeah. and use it somewhere can else. I, can right. I be There's so many places that are like, and it's, I love seeing that yeah. people are making shit in other, at other places. Like, yeah. cause now, you know, like stop putting this pressure that like this space, UCB is the only place or this space, the Magnus Lane space, or this sure. is the only space. It's like, there's like so many different ways to, get your yeah get your success on well, and absolutely. to put and to blame anyone but yourself yeah mm-hmm. is i think toxic for your creativity and yeah. your growth yes. and shows that you're just like not ready to be honest about yeah. like where you're at well yeah and, and but to be honest i think matt and i experienced di- different similar versions of that thing where it's like i would walk into lloyd auditions and be mm-hmm. terrified out of my mind never been more nervous for an audition and i was like i'm going to be just I'm gonna I have to like prove my competence to these people who yeah. I respect. But then it was like this thing where it was like, oh, maybe I'm just not good at that and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But then I've I've still taken something valuable from this from what this place has offered me that I am lucky enough to like I was lucky enough yeah. to have like met halfway and interfaced in whatever yeah. way I did. And then to like I feel like I I feel like you you just like go sort of forge your own path, even if it means not necessarily being in that system. And like, yeah, and that's okay. And that's, and that's okay. fine. Yeah, I remember like it could be better. I think people are often 
better off. Yeah. There's, I see people just like get stuck right. and like, oh, I got this. I'm on this team. It's like, but what else are you doing? Yeah, what, else, what else is happening? You got to do other stuff. Like yeah. this is a great place for you to like keep your, you know, keep the rust off the gears and right. keep in tune mm-hmm. and you're practicing mm-hmm. every week. But it's like, I mean, I, I get to do stepfathers every Friday and ask him. It's like, but what else? I got to do other sure. stuff. I can't just be like, I did it. It's like, right. no, that's like a, that's me going to the gym for my, for my comedic yeah. brain. That's, right. what, that's what those are for me. And I'm so blessed I get to do it. And and love everyone I get to do it with, but like if I don't, that's I can't just do that. No, like that is, and I see people probably think like, "You did it! That's so awesome! I want right. to be there." But it's like, yeah, I'm so happy to be here, but I, you know, I need to do other shit. Sure. It's like any creative goal. Yeah. It's like any yeah. anything you said. It's like you get that thing, and then you realize I want more. Yeah, or like uh, this yeah. will is it can't be enough. Like I remember and want more, but not a, but don't expect someone else to give it to, to you. Give exactly. It to you. Yeah, it's, it's and it's, that's it's want more, not give me more. Yeah, yeah, Might yeah. Might give yeah. me more is very toxic for the for the brain, and it's it's tough to battle. Because I also understand it because I think depending on where you are in your life and like your maturity yeah. of like mm-hmm, what you've mm-hmm, experienced mm-hmm. can affect how you go through yes. that. Like because it's like I was twenty four when I started. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was pretty immature and I made some really stupid mistakes on teams where I was like, I think I was very lucky that I was able to make those mistakes at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if that was me now, I'd been like, yeah, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was given that, you know, that chance to to make mistakes uh, and and grow. But yeah, but I was like, oh, so I have to like as AD also be like, all right, this person is only this age. Not that I put, attach age to it or right. totally, totally. Um, so like hopefully they will learn something from like yeah not getting what they want totally. or struggling with something and know that it like it can take a while like don't compare yourself to to zach woods or yeah. sure. or aubrey plaza right the, well the best thing that's the best thing you can get out of rejection is just to strip away your sense of entitlement on things mm-hmm. that's it like that's that's probably the lesson that i took away from lloyd auditions every year that i would do them i would be like oh i don't I don't deserve it. Like, well, I like it's it's not owed it's not to a me. Deserve, yeah, or yeah, yeah. It just wasn't sure. right. It wasn't, it wasn't right. Yeah, fit. It did, yes. Also, like, at didn't that happen. Time. Right. And I actually had it completely. And it's not a perfect system. Yeah. No. And right. And it never and nothing can, is. And it never can. Never be. can be. But then no. also, like, you go to you go to like weekend shows and you go to ASCAT and it's like the best improvisers in the world. But I anyway. feel it's a cool factor thing. That this is why I always felt like I I was always so upset when I wasn't um doing well. In improv classes that I never ever got out of my head in improv classes, um, and it was entirely my fault because I think I started too young. I started nineteen, which is like I think just so young. You don't like you're not able to be yourself in your own life. How are mm-hmm. you going to go out there and like be a canvas on stage and wait for that response to lead mm-hmm. to something? I felt like it was such like a important thing to be good at improv mm-hmm. and be good at the Herald because that was like what the coolest people were doing. Sure. <laughs> and I always felt like, like, Oh man, I'll never like at NYU, I was on the sketch group and you were on the improv group. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I'm not, on, I'm not with the cool guys who do improv. <laughs> like I, I, it was entirely yeah, in my was, own head. And it was yeah. fully reversed on, on our end where it was like, well, we're not doing sketch. So, so what do we have to show for ourselves? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you always want what you don't. It's like anything. The grass is always greener. But I remember yeah. I had a totally opposite experience from you for uh-huh. the majority of my 20s because I didn't face a lot of rejection. Like I felt like we really worked hard at doing our own thing. Like we had our sketch group, Pop Roulette. I had worked hard in college. So when I auditioned for Maud, I got on the team. Yep. Like 
Um, whenever I auditioned for Characters Welcome, I always got on. Like, and then when JFL happened, I got on. And you like worked then, towards those things. And then those, there's those things that you get, and then you do feel like, well, I'm a person who just this works for me. I get stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the real industry, and that's when you start facing rejection, and you're like, oh wow, I was just very lucky for a long yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because because being told no is a thing, and I do think like. That is, it's like you're scared at at those improv auditions because you're scared to be told no and you're scared to be quote unquote bad. Yeah. But there's so much good in being told no and like being told like it's not time. Yeah. You know, like because it's not. Yeah. And And you come back and be good. You've just like trained to learn something that you can, Mm -hmm. you know you can use in many aspects of of your life hopefully if you're if you're viewing it that way yeah totally, totally. um i looked at yeah, it it's like so yeah i mean you can't it's also like a hard thing as ad i was know like i can't, exp- I can't you can't tell people how to feel and i, I and i want people to feel what they feel yeah but there is i just think about it of like so people are putting so much pressure on themselves mm-hmm. for this like one day mm-hmm. and it's not it's not it's not like this thing that like you get on a team and then suddenly all these riches come to you. Yeah, you get right. you like don't get auditions that yeah, no, you don't get like there but there's like these it's just this thing of like oh, it's like you just got into like this continued ed program yeah. Yeah. where you just get to like but you can also put your own teams together right. and do the same thing elsewhere but it's like this is just a system that's going to like help you and right. do it for you and give you a show. If you think about like those auditions that we go on where it's like, oh, I'm auditioning for a recurring role like yeah. this could change my life right exactly but i don't put that much pressure on it where it's like i memorize i get my sides down yeah. i go in, i do my best and then yeah. but i'm now at a place where i can just like forget about it right yeah i mean i remember like the first few auditions i went on to be like oh my god did i get it sure, sure, oh my god am, sure. I, am <laughs> yeah. I in it but it's like now it's like nope out forget yeah and i think that's but i think that's hard for that the system at, at ucb because you have Totally. Spend a lot of time and money f- that for some people it is for that specific day. Yes. Some people it's not, but yeah. I think so much people just be like, I've spent e- two years mm-hmm. for this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, you've spent two years for this knowledge and yes. um, uh, training you have and these new skills that hopefully you've mm-hmm. built that you mm-hmm. can use, but you can't tell people. I can't tell people what I feel. And I also get that. It's like, yeah. there's so many emotions. And I, I know it's my hard. My biggest lesson as AD was like, I'm not responsible. Someone's, it was actually BSJ. Oh. Yeah. I was, uh, Brandon Scott Jones, I was really upset about something. I had just worked really hard on something. And then, uh, and I just like, yay, I did it. And then someone came up to me and said something that kind of like crushed everything I just oh. did. Uh, and I was like crying backstage at the Chelsea Theater and BSJ was like, what's wrong? And I said it and he's like, Shannon, you are not responsible for their ego. And I was like, mm. you're right. Why? That's their ego. Like I, that was not my fault. So it's like, that's like, I'm not responsible for your ego is like something I had to like, I like would check when like someone would be up, you know, like a performer right. or writer would be like upset. I'd be like, uh-huh. okay, let me analyze this. No, I think this is, this is their ego. Yeah. And I, can help you only so much yeah because there's 300 more of you yeah it's well someone (laughs) inserting themselves into like the the fact that that person so a person came up to you and said something uh yeah i like got an email that was just like uh love that it's just like why not me yeah kind of like that thing it's like sure so it's someone like 
it's fully someone injecting their ego, LOL, um, into your <laughs> into your experience, which is just like the Mike. Doing my best. Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's, just, it's so it, hard. It's the Mike Pizzies. It's the Mike Izzies of the world who are like making <laughs> yeah. you faint. And, yes, And then bitch. somehow you get in trouble for yeah. it. It's like, it's hey, like, we <laughs> do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, know what that's it not, is? That's not a fully yeah. clean it's analogy. That like but, every, yeah. but the fact of the matter is, like, everyone wants it so bad because when it's when I feel like those weekend like shows that I went to, I'll just never forget because it looked truly it's like, like magical. magic. It's, it's, it's like I'll just beautiful. never forget scenes that I a scene that I saw Middle Ditch and. Uh, Fran do as like the sun and the moon. I was like, this is crazy what I'm watching. It's art. Like I was, and I remember, um, like just like being so swept away by it. And it's just like that's what I think everyone wants is just that moment up there of like community and speaking a language with someone that like it seems like only you know. Mm -hmm. Do you have people that you that are your favorite people that you've performed with? Uh, I mean, I am so blessed to have Alex Dixon and Connor Ratliff as so stepfathers. Funny. Like Geniuses. it's, yeah. we really, I mean, I've really lucked out with my, um, with like improv teams I've been on. Yeah. yeah. And I know that. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I know just like that feeling of like what a, a team that succeeds is one that cares for each other. Mm. And my first team, like we were just like all assholes, <laughs> um, all assholes to each other. And now it's just like, oh yeah, that's why that team didn't work. And my second team was like, okay and fun. Um, but then kind of was also like this thing of like just too much like not really caring for each other. Mm -hmm. And then I finally found like when I had um, Mailer Demon, which turned into Fwand. It was like, right. oh, we're all I on the same page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all really want to work for this one thing. Yeah. And uh, if one of us was like, oh, I, like no one ever was just like, I don't I can't I don't want to do that. It was like they would be like and honestly like, you know what? This isn't I don't feel strong about this but i will try it yeah like i will give a hundred percent and we'll try it and let me you know but i want just like we were all honest with each other and it was like in a good way and it was like and it was like great and then i got mm. on uh uh stepfathers which was like a scary thing because i was like deciding to leave this team mm -hmm. that i was just like really loved and we were doing it was really challenging me and making me a better improviser yeah and we were just like doing really cool shit and i was yeah. like okay i'm it was a very hard it was like a really hard decision uh, I had the hardest time telling the team. Yeah. yeah um, it was just like, oh, this like this wasn't like Sia. This was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm stepping away and like taking a chance. Yeah. Um, and then stepfathers turned out turned out great. And now yeah. it's like it's been um now it's just like it's me and uh Alex and Connor mm -hmm. and it's uh for the most part and it's like we just I have just like genuine love for both of them yeah yeah where we are just like on stage taking care of each other having fun it's, we just know each other so well that it's yeah. like oh we can step out and just like just just yeah just it's, trust and each I, other yeah, yeah and i know and i know that's why like we are so good yeah did because you see we share with each other yeah or if we don't we're just like i know something tell me yeah. <laughs> like we don't like there's no yeah we're really good about yeah wow. about that so it's like that is yeah. Did you see Connor on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I, I watched uh I <laughs> went so to his funny. Oh, great, great. I went to his episode and like was yeah, watching yeah. Chester. The he plays like, Chester. Yeah, like he basically plays like <laughs> like Alex Borstein is in the show. She's like pretending to be like the like uh sanitation worker at the Catskills uh -huh, so uh -huh. that she can like keep an eye on oh, this Rachel Brosnahan. Episodes, yeah. And um 
like she's just walking around with a plunger just to make sure everyone thinks she works there. Uh-huh. And Connor plays a guy who's also doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like also a creep. That's great. It's just very good. It's like very yeah. Connor Ratliff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Alex Dixon too. She's so, she's so good. Fucking funny. And great if, energy. If great you're energy. out there listening, uh, showbiz, get on the Alex Dixon right. train. Come on. Oh, come you on. are sleeping on she her. She can do anything. She's such an amazing actress. So good. Makes me a better improviser both her and she connor, does she acts she acts her and connor both are yeah. like just reactors and i'm just like an insane uh monster and they make me they've both made me a better actor yes it really yeah. there's a big difference you know when uh, you're dead on with that alex dixon she acts her scenes yeah like, yeah i'm trying to think who else does that they're um, yeah she's yeah they're like honest real reactions yes that <laughs> lead to humor yeah like those honest like that's 100% it. Yeah. She, Glenn, Glenn Buzan and I did this weird web series where I forgot what we, she wrote it, but like we were both these two like branding consultants. And then Alex Dixon comes in and plays um, her, her and Karen Hamburg were like these two like female CEOs of this oh, company. I already love it. And like, and like Glenn and I were like just being incompetent for whatever reason. And then we were just improvising the whole thing. And then, and then at the funniest moment was Alex just going, you're you're terrible people. <laughs> like, you're you're bad at your jobs. So it was just the, but it was acting. It was like yeah. fully f- in full realism. Like you also just said the... the name Glenn Buzan, and my heart exploded. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I love her so the best, much. The best, the best, the best. Um, but yeah, Alex, phenomenal. Um, it's UCB has truly like that was really like so, so formative. It, like like really because it really exposed us to the best people. It like it. I think UCB like sets the tone for a lot of the stuff for everything i mean that's true but like in terms of like the talent it generates like yes like that has always been there but in terms of how it ripples out into other people's work like it is informed by whether people are like um just like going upstream from it in a fun way where it's like alt and it's like crazy it's like you know fucking connor o'malley will do something nuts where you know it's he's in it but he's also like yeah right totally fucking shit up or it's someone who like I feel like we like also like I'll I'll say that we like are very influenced by the sensibility that like we like picked up from meeting people there in our instructors. Absolutely. Like that's I'm also true. glad that there's people that have not come through that yeah. found yeah. other ways. Yes. You yes, know? Yes. Like you know, like I don't think uh I don't think Patty Harrison needs to take an improv class. No, <laughs> no, you know? No. And well, it's like she's so actually- like she took classes. I though. didn't know this, but she was like an improviser in college. Oh yeah, I, I, I always just great. thought of her yeah. as like someone that came from like stand up or whatever. But then I realized like she was like She's, an improviser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. has, other, but it's like yeah. There's like certain was like no, you don't need to. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to come through you, this. Yeah, I also sure. I, I think it would squash some people. You yeah. know, so oh, I think sure, it's like sure. if you just can know like what is your, or if you're going through it and you're like oh you know what? this isn't for me and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, yeah. You know, or it's like oh I got some training that's okay. I'm gonna yeah. you know I want to go do a show somewhere else and like yeah. It takes a yeah. tremendous amount of self-awareness, but I think it's 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 in everybody to be like, there is a mechanism in every person to be like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah, if, I mean, if that's the case. Like at yeah. the end of my like little, at the end of my road there, I, I wasn't on a Herald team and I mm-hmm. was never going to be because I wasn't mm-hmm. good at the Herald. Like it's yeah. just not the way my brain works. Same. But taking improv classes at UCB did not only made me a better performer, made me a performer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize I could even stand up in front of people and speak like that until I took my 101 at mm-hmm, UCB. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's so many other, and it also makes people better communicators. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yes, yes, Hopefully. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you? Do, is there some sense of relief, relief, 
um, now that you're just on like the performer side fully, like full. Yeah, I would imagine. Great. I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah. Such a redundant. Yeah. Okay. You did it for oh, what? Now four or five years. I did it for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest thing. Biggest like. Biggest As release of tension. What was like the biggest tension for you? Would you say it's just my time? Yeah. 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 It was. It was just a a job that took my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not a person that like if I have a job, I I do it. Like I don't half I can't half ass anything. No. Yeah. So I just kind of like all the way. I just was like submerging myself all the way, and yep. it's like because you know I can't not, um, because it affects so many people who I know are like yeah. working hard and stuff. So that was like it was just such a a, a time a time suck where I you know I made a plan. I mm-hmm. made an exit plan to be like okay, this is yeah. when I got to be out. But yep. then I pushed that. Um, a little bit because of uh, the move from Chelsea to Hell's right, Kitchen. Right, right. And I was like, okay, I can't leave yet because my thing of being like, I can't abandon this. No, totally. <laughs> I gotta like take this through a little bit. Um, yeah. and then, and then, uh, and then I finally was just like, ugh, I got it. I got sure. it. Like, we gotta. Stop. But I gave five months notice. Well, <laughs> yeah. it seems like the onboarding. So I was like, I wasn't being a, a monster about it. I was like, <laughs> no, I just, I'm gonna course. give five months notice because then I've said it. It's happening. I can see DCM through and just like let the next person start at like a chill time. Yeah. Because like to just like start at a not chill time would be like insane. And there are so few and far between pockets of chill time. No, it's like July, August is like the only chill time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or like holidays, but I wasn't going to like train someone over the holidays. Right. Totally. totally. I remember hearing that you were stepping down and I was like, who? Could do it. I, I remember yeah. you just became so synonymous with me with for me with running that theater so yeah. well, and I was just like, "That's a scary thing too." Me stepping down because it wasn't like who will do. It. I was like, "Who wants to do?" Yeah, that, that's yeah. another sure, thing sure. too. And then I think I, people getting two a.m., three a.m. emails from me for like four years. Uh-huh. Of like, what is this life? <laughs> Hardy asked me. He's like, "I'm thinking about applying for it." I was like, do, "And I literally said to him, I was like, do you want that job?" I, got, and I was like, "I think I do." And I, I was like, "Okay, bitch, I think you'd be perfect yeah. for it." Yeah. Like, and when I and when I knew that DCM was probably not going to be part of the thing too but like uh-huh. couldn't like announce that but i was like maybe once we announce that dcm won't be in you know new york that maybe more people will apply yeah <laughs> sure. but it was yeah, like yeah, so yeah. late that we announced that but because sure. that, that truly also um killed me um yeah yeah, yeah. Um, totally. um but yeah my time was like the main was like a huge it was like a huge thing of like i didn't really have like a life um and then uh also uh, you know you hit a point of upsetting people unintentionally like there's only like a limit that you can hit it's, it's like human being it's yeah. Impossible. yeah 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 where it's just like oh my job is making people upset and someone said to me uh shortly before i had already given my notice to the ucb4 and alex Sidis, um but then someone had said to me before i announced it to everyone they're like shannon you know that your job like you never you're never right and i was like what and they're like no like you're never right because like you could put someone on a team and then someone else is like, why are they on a team? So it's like anything I do yeah. is like never going to completely please everybody. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm made aware of that yes. frequently. I got off Facebook too late, but when I did go off Facebook, <laughs> oh. what a blessing. So I wouldn't Wasn't see Wasn't that a relief every... to get off of it? Oh yeah. Because it's like, oh, I don't have to shit. see. It was, yeah. It's. Are you off? I'm off. Are you off? Are you off? I'm off. I'm about to do the thing where I just download all my photos and then I just fully shut it down yeah. forever. I have a you dummy account. That. Great. That I just use for like my CrossFit and my basketball team. Oh, great. The and election. Then, other than that, like it's friendless. Like people are like, yeah. I'm not your friend. I'm like, yeah, it's a friendless account. So I'm not looking at great. it. Right. Great. The great. election yeah. ruined it for me, but it was kind of just more like not even just that. It was just the, the seeing people change. 
once I started to make estimations and like calls about people who are my friends in real life based on their online persona that was like truly just words on a screen, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I know mm-hmm. I have more love in my heart than what I feel every time I log onto this website. It just turns you into a monster, which is why I think like I think young people are very perceptive. And mm-hmm. I think that like so young people are not on Facebook. They're not on Facebook. Like they, at what age are we talking this as young? I think like, they look at it like a. But who is young? Like what ages? High school kids are not on it right now, and I don't think a lot of college kids are on it. Interesting. Um, and do you truly? What do they use? I think they go on Instagram and they do Snapchat. But you're saying that we're about we're like weaning. They're gonna wean off Instagram. So, no, it, it, Snapchat is a fucking ghost town. Right. Well, it across is. the they, board, they okay. do something. And I don't know exactly what that is. That's how I know, like, that really, I'm really not in touch with what the kids are doing. No, because yeah, I really, yeah. I don't even know what they're on now. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I know they're not on Facebook. Right. And I also know that, like, a lot of us are not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, lot yeah, a lot of us. Of people are not on Facebook. And Facebook feels like a ghost town, too. But you're saying... Actually, yeah, because it's, like, criminal. But do you, <laughs> is, is your theory that um, they're going to hit a wall with Instagram, too? That, it's like, there's no... The bubble for them is about to burst where it's like, well, I don't want any sort of online exposure or... I think that the conversation around these things are becoming so negative because it makes us feel bad yeah and I think that we only are gonna take that for so long you know what I mean like uh-huh. and you think about like these things like it's like anything else that consumes the the time of the populace like people move on to other interests mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean mm-hmm. there are times when People don't go to, there was a time when there was no blockbuster movies. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and then there was a time, like, I just think different things take hold and we we will find like what the next Facebook is that will bring everyone's attention over there. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, movies used to be in the theaters for six months. Right. And now it's like, what? Six weeks? Two months? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I worked at a movie theater and it was like, we had Jurassic Park for six months. Yeah. We wow. had Liar Liar for six months. <gasps> and there was like, in terms of- We hit, had Home Alone yeah. for six months. Wow. Hit movies that were, the, I remember, you can look at the the list like of, of all the most highest grossing movies every year. And it's so crazy the way it's changed from like the year 1990 to 2018. Mm-hmm, now it's like, mm-hmm. you used to have like three or four movies that made over a hundred million dollars. Now it's like the top 30 movies all make oh, over a hundred million dollars. Uh, yeah. And like- the way like the kinds of films that are made now is just the movies really depress me because it's all sequels but like these things change yeah, you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. and my is only thing much. is like i feel that if you really look at it we are getting dumber mm-hmm. because i think if you were to take movies and the and the box office totals and you're really just to look at it the lack of imagination in storytelling and mm-hmm. just the fact that we're getting regurgitated the same idea again and again and again and these movies are all the same and that that is making such an exorbitant amount of money and we're willing to keep going back and going back and going back that is like because we're not using our brains why wow, so you're yeah. sa- you're saying a star is born is bad i'm saying a star is born is an example no, I think A Star Is Born actually counts as like an original thought, to be honest Fine, with you. Fine, okay, okay. Because that's like a... It's, yeah, it's mythic. It's that's like, a different one. Okay. What I'm saying is like, when we get fucking, you know... <laughs> when, Fast and the Furious? Fast, Fast and the, the Furious, Furious 10. So, right. Because that's like, like a... We're banking on. It's just... Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same, I just think same story, different cars. Right, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm, we're, just, yeah. we're just feeling 
dumber. Sure. Like it's just, and it's just like a lot of it is. It's it's just shiny objects. Right. I yeah. mean, I catch myself on Instagram just watching people ice cakes. Right. <laughs> you know, too <laughs> yeah. much. Which I'm like, funny. wow, how do they make this unicorn Damn cake? It, and I right. see it, and I'm like, what? And I will just watch it because it's like my yeah. own. I guess it's like my version of ASMR, mm-hmm. or just is that what it would be? And I don't know. Basically, what it, it's, it's like a thing of like, oh, I can just like shut down shut mentally. down and yeah. watch this but it's like it's not helping me no, no. i don't because i'm not learning anything that's from it my, and yeah. i get mad at myself and we're addicted to it but the young kids aren't and, and so good. they're gonna be able to see it and be like that's bad and they're just gonna do something else that's well good. That's you good. saying that at the beginning was reminding me of like when i was a kid yeah and what i liked to do and maybe it was like my own version of like i love just shooting free throws in my yard in yeah, my yeah, driveway yeah. i could do that i could take my boombox out listen to the nba draft and just like shoot for the night mm-hmm. i would do like do you ever do those um i don't know if you guys so had nice. it because you're our age difference but it was like a it was a pogo ball and it was like a, a round rubber ball yeah with like a saucer like you know like you're you're i remember this I, yeah we and had you just pogo jump balls. and yes. jump, jump and on jump. it yeah i was like we oh had that that was my that swiping was my that was my swiping because i would i went to a Dang. After a summer camp, um, at uh, and I could if I if you held the record, you got like a free like McDonald's hamburger. Yeah, and I'd be like, I just did this for a thousand jumps, <laughs> and I would and I would have blisters on the inside of my of like my feet because it was just like I had to like that's like what my swiping was but it was like yeah. physical activity it was physical activity it was yeah. productive it but disciplined I could also, you i could read more books when i was a kid mm-hmm. yeah now it's just like i'm trying to get back into reading and i'm doing better but i'm just like even like on like the way here i was like oh i have a subway ride i'm gonna i'm gonna read the book but then i got um sidetracked. Dist- just like a little bit sidetracked um by my i don't think so honey <laughs> uh wow <laughs> honestly way, where i was like oh okay, okay this, this, now this. I know. so it still was like it's still using mental my, stimulus it was still using my brain it isn't but isn't that yeah. the scary thing where it's like i have to remind myself that to feel good about the fact that i did use my brain <laughs> you know what i mean like i but i remember i'm also at my best yeah when i as a performer when i when my brain feels stronger and like i'm like taking care of myself like physically and my brain right. so like, i'm working out and i'm reading yes. or doing something that feels like it's like a task like i just got a switch thank you <gasps> and i feel what are you playing i'm just doing mario odyssey right great, now great it's great and i feel great about that uh-huh. like i don't do it a lot i just do it for like a half hour but it's like it's problem solving Right. It's, it's puzzles. Yeah. It's puzzles. Mm-hmm. It's problem solving. So it's like that's not me just watching, a, you know, different three tier cakes being decorated in different You're ways. So right. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh yes, oh, and it's like coordination and all that stuff. So it's like, okay, I'm not doing it for hours and hours, but right. there is like, I don't feel bad about that because it is like a puzzle that yeah. And it, I like it's to good because the game is designed for sort of these little pick up and play moments. Yes. And I feel like, are you a Zelda person? I feel like you would like Zelda. I I hear I didn't like. Old school Zelda. Right. Old school um, Zelda is hard and esoteric, but of thi- like, you know, Nintendo Day. But right. I hear that the Zelda is awesome. It is exactly what you're looking for in terms of these little shrines, these little micro puzzles that are all about spatial reasoning and all about like yeah. coordination. It's which perfect. I really enjoy. Shit. And I'm yeah. not like And it might be your gateway into other Zelda games because if you go if you start with this most recent one and go backwards, mm-hmm. you just realize, oh, like I only recently got into Zelda. Like I played Ocarina when I was a kid, but then like fell off but then in the lead up to this new Zelda game played all the old ones and I was like oh this is a genius series like it's all just puzzles yeah all just these I mean, elaborate I really love ge- video games but then I, I did I just like didn't have the time when sure. I, after I became AD but like uh, now I wish I had into it yeah but like the switch was like oh this is like a, a an easy yeah 
an right? easy uh, new gateway. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm very, yeah, but it is like, I hope kids are getting away from. I think it's good. Yeah. We're going to look back at this time and we're, we're going to realize like we were obsessed with social media. It's a drug. Mm -hmm. We didn't realize we've been doing cocaine this yeah. entire time. You know what? It we really know. is. We didn't know. Like there was no warning on the cigarette pack when we started smoking. Mm -hmm. Twitter was originally you telling your friends where you were. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Or just like, what you were eating, what yeah. you were doing. And it's now like, it's just been... Hey, going yeah. to the movies and now it's yeah it's it's some of that like i love the jokes yeah but when it is when you look up stuff and it's just like oh this is a terrible rumor yeah and now people are gonna believe it and yeah. it's like you can't bat you cannot battle uh a, like uh a, a, a brush fire no it's wow. literally yeah. it's a forest fire it's gonna it's, it's, it's gonna burn and people are just gonna remember the burn yes and not that like what started it was like this like stupid match that was lit inappropriately right <laughs> should never have lit that match should have never been lit it was yeah. falsely lit we didn't need oh, to light it, it. Like, we never we did not need to light it because no. before you lit it you should have asked someone should i light this and yeah. like, no and here's why you shouldn't light it because right. your reasoning for lighting it is actually incorrect but now yeah. you're lighting it and throwing it and being like uh and the consequences just like you can't control it oh, God. i yeah. have hope i have hope because i, hope I just too. think yeah. like like I think the fact of the matter is our gener our like generations might be kind of lost to it because we're already obsessed. We're already addicted. Yeah. We have this addiction in our lives. I but I know that the younger generation, like they have to be able to look at this and call out that unusual thing, which is the obsession with and indulgence in constant falsity. Like, and, you know and like what I mean? The dopamine flooding in your yeah. bloodstream. <laughs> like it's, wild yeah it is a drug it's a bad drug yeah should we move on move on we're gonna move on to i don't think so honey. okay and obviously our guest has been a stewing on on hers matt you go i'll go okay this is matt rogers i don't think so honey his time starts now i don't fucking think so honey the earbuds that come with any iphone product oh what the fuck mm. is going on when literally am i the only one who two months after i'm using it only one earbud works answer this question is this a thing like this is i swear to god and then you go to replace them and it's 30 dollars. you need to take care of them what do you mean i need to take care of them you're, you're sitting on one of them too oh. you're putting too much pressure I'm sorry. Okay, this well, is this is no that would I would have to be in a fucking temperature sealed thing. I swear, I swear to God, I feel like headphones should be like Wi-Fi and water. Everyone should just be able to have them. Mm. I need them, and honestly, it's like I get that iPhones they have this whole thing where it's like you know you better update at a certain time or the phone's basically going to melt in your seconds. hands. But I just feel so upset. I don't even own headphones right now because I know I'm going to go out and buy them for thirty dollars, which is too much money. Yeah, and then they're going to like not be usable in Five two seconds. seconds. And also, they're small. You can lose them. So I don't think so, honey. Headphones, no thanks. And that's one minute. Oh, that's good. I have. I just started. Am I wrong? No, I just started Bluetooth. Headphones are culture. culture. Headphones yeah. are culture. Yeah. Yes. Are. Culture number sixteen. Headphones, headphones are, are culture. culture. Yes. And so this is my problem, though. It's like right now I don't even have any headphones, and I'm like a psycho in the gym, like who has nothing. Mm. Like, and I'm just yeah, you like, no, that you can't do that. Yeah. That's you what Joel Booster famously hasn't he thinks he's a big strong boy and just goes and just listens to nothing and I've been doing that I'm just no, literally like you can't. by oh. myself in the gym and I want to be able to listen to podcasts and do my thing while I'm in the gym but I'm scared to go out and buy them because mm -mm -mm. they've proven unreliable because you're buying non-Apple ones you mean I, I, I'll even go to the Apple store and buy Apple ones and then yeah. I'm shocked when the product is bad and I and I can't cord cord hmm. Hmm. I don't know great yeah so I guess um, things aren't made like they used to be. They're not. And new. I sound old, but I have my grandmother's mixer. 
hand mixer. And still it works. still works like a charm? Oh, still my works. God. My, mom, like my mom, you have to, it, like, there's a smell, but it works. <laughs> I have a bowl that my mom there's always says. There's a patina, says, but yeah, it there's works. Like a, there's, like a little, there's like a burning smell, but it works. <laughs> I make pasta in this bowl that my mom gave me, and every single time she, she, she doesn't even say that's my bowl I gave you. She says, my bowl from when I was single. Like she calls wow. it her bowl from when she was single, and I'm like, this is so weird. It's stop, a weird way to like oh, associate yeah. it. Like when I was, <laughs> when I was fucking. Who else ate out of that bowl? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bonnie. Who could have been the person that did not allow you to exist? <laughs> she went to junior prom with this guy who his name is Kevin Mazer, and he takes all the photos of Beyonce when she does a concert. I Whoa. swear to God, he's a huge Wait, celebrity photographer. Him? My mom dated him in high school, and they went to junior prom. He together. takes pictures for everything. He takes pictures for every celebrity. Literally, if you go on these, and every award show he's every at too. award show, every concert, he's like no the photographer way. to the stars. Kevin Mazer, that was my mom's like boyfriend in high school. So talented. And has she said hey? They still talk. Oh, okay. They still talk. He was going to do my headshots a few years ago. Oh, my God. And I was like, don't make him do that. Uh, she's always like, well, I could talk to him if you ever want to do something. Like, back when she thought that's how you get an agent. Like, she was going to use her industry connects. That would have been very cool, yeah. but probably a weird move. Oh, probably weird. But he, apparently she, she was, still does. Or if he people still knew. If people, like, yeah, I guess yeah. people or could tell, like, oh, those are Mazer those shots. Those are Mazers, yeah. But I'm Whoa. telling you, this guy is, like, huge. Well, yeah. yeah. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. And his time actually starts now. I don't think so, honey. Carbs. Ooh, I'm on Whole30 right now. <laughs> I don't miss you. And I'm shocked at myself. I remember I did a different diet, whole, uh, the Tim Ferriss one back in college. And on the second day, I was calling everyone toxic and disgusting. And I, all I wanted was a pizza. But somehow Whole30, I'm, I'm surprisingly sticking to it. Oh, but that's not true. I cheated. Sudi told me you guys cheated. We cheated. And then I cheated last night. Because okay, I ate a really good pot pie, so you know what I've fallen off the wagon already. But thirty seconds it's... in. <laughs> but whole th- everyone s- describes this thing when you're on whole th- thirty that you look at the things that you used to eat and you're like disgusted by them, and I love uh-huh. that, and it's um, a fun feeling to be in control of what you put in your body. And I th- recommend 100%. this to you. You don't need to point to me. I've been doing it. But like seconds. we've been putting garbage in our bodies, Matt, no one I know, and we have to hit the reset button, and that's what whole thirty is. I am not being endorsed. I just think it's. It gets it gets a lot of flack. People Five shit seconds. on it a lot, but I don't mind it. It's actually not a bad way to go. And, and we, that was actually an I do think so, honey. Whole yeah, 30. my question <laughs> <It> truly <laughs> was: <laughs> You were not it upset. Was, about I don't anything. think so, honey. Carbs, but the fact of the matter is, I don't think so, honey. Carbs. carbs. I had pot pie last night, and <laughs> yeah. it was good, and I'm okay with it. But like, you should do this whole <laughs> thirty. <laughs> this was a. <laughs> that took so you're many turns. You're losing it. You're I'm sorry. I lost it, guys. I know. We are. I haven't been doing. You hit a wall. You hit a wall. You hit a wall, and that that happens. I haven't been doing any specific dieting plan, but I have been going to the gym every day, and afterwards I eat like lean proteins, and I do drink protein shakes. And I will say this, I've been eating so like well for, for me over the past two weeks. The other night at Dave's, uh, me, Dave, and Ariel like ate a bunch of like chips and salsa when we were watching the Globes. Mm-hmm. The next day, stomachache. I was like shitting blood. Wow. It was horrible. I was like, <gasps> my body was like, get this From bad eating food what? out of me. Chips and chips salsa. Chips and salsa. Not even mm. that bad. And honestly, like. But my body was Sudi like, my I, body was literally like, we are rejecting drug, uh, yeah. uh, junk food now. That's Sudi, good though. Your body, good. your body has become like self, yeah, bulimic no. in a way. Self bulimic. <laughs> so it's 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 deciding, yeah. to get rid of it. My body's deciding. It does. I think when you take care of yourself and yeah. then you have that bad stuff, I feel like the bad stuff actually doesn't. It makes you feel bad. You know what? But like it, it's like that's you that, that's you knowing that you've worked 
to get rid of that. It's yes. very that. And also, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but like I've recently been back in the gym, like I said, and like I'll get through my second set of whatever I'm doing and my body's like, we have to shit now. Oh, yeah. Like my body will just be like, we have to go shit right now. Yeah. Do um, you and, not, then, and then I do. Are you not on a schedule? I like, like a to, poop schedule. Well, I'm a morning pooper. Mm-hmm. I'm a morning pooper too. Yeah. And I'm, you know, what's really bad. And this is the one main thing I have to change going forward. I'm a bad night eater. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't, can't do it. Can't like, do a, it. like how many hours before bed are you eating? Like the hour. I ha- the hour. Yeah. That's because that's when I smoke. But, and w- Oh, you smoke too. I smoke weed and then I oh, like, weed. Okay. I like, no, like I, I don't smoke cigarettes. I, every, what I do is like, I wake up around, honestly, around like 10 because I'm usually doing shows at night. Mm-hmm. So I that's wake me. up a little late and I'm very, I'm freelancer. So that's when my day starts and I'm not hungry right away. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the gym, come back, eat after that. Then I'll end up eating like my lunch at like six and mm. then dinner wants to happen at 10, 11 PM. No, that's, you will wake up. You have to, you want to wake up hungry. Yeah. yeah. I'll just keep telling myself that. Just give yourself a, give yourself a cutoff time. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I won't eat after like what eight thirty. What's uh, good? When do you go to bed? At least three hours. Twelve thirty. Be- at least three hours before bed. All right, so I won't eat if after. If you go 10. to bed at twelve thirty, stop eating 9:30. by nine thirty. Yeah, okay. That's like the rule that I hear. You could All even right. cut it out a little bit earlier. Do you and need- remember, like water is is gonna take away that hunger. Are they on your are they are they on your ass about diet stuff with whole uh, CrossFit? Oh, stuff? there's no like oh no no one's like on your ass okay. but it's um I was eating bad like the past two months uh-huh. uh huh uh. Will admit had too many Entenmann's donuts. <laughs> oh, but they're so good. But they're so, so good. good. It was, like That's the ho- the it was like it was like the yeah. holiday. The, I hate the holidays, and they really stress me out. Mm-hmm. So I just was um, being bad. But I'm on a, a little nice. There's a challenge at my CrossFit. Great. So it's like you decide. You, there's no pressure on like what to eat. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. whatever, however you want to do it, you do it. So some people are doing paleo. Some people are doing ah paleo. Um, but I'm doing like clean clean eating. Clean eating. So Great. That's it. I see. Some Love clean it. eating. So I allow myself like the only cheese I allow myself is like goat cheese. Great. Mm. And that's just like a little bit. Just um, and it's like unprocessed. And if I want it, yeah, it's just like a lot of unprocessed, and it makes you feel. So now I am waking up hungry because I'm going to bed hungry. Yeah. But but last night I was really starving, and I had like. A swig of almond milk. <laughs> so I was like, "This isn't terrible." No, no, no. And maybe I, I think I had like a, an a, like a little piece of I baked some apples, so I had like a baked apple. I was like, "Okay, like it's me weaning myself because yeah. I was also like getting like getting home late and just being like, oh, oh, I'm home and this I is know. like this is my home mm-hmm. and I've just watched my dog and I'm not like I haven't wired down yet. So it's yeah. like training your body. But if you cut out, then you'll be hungry in the morning. Yeah, so you can, I'm like, like get a little something to get your your metabolism going. The thing about me, my impulse control is not good in yeah. any aspect of my well, life. That's what you're so training as like, well. That's what I'm yeah. training. And you'll training sleep better. Like yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, you're probably right. You have like crazy dreams. I actually have insomnia. I, I it, And it, I think it probably has to do with that. Oh, I'm actually learning is, a lot right yeah. now. You're making, yeah. you're, you're, you're activating your body by eating. You're right. Yeah. But just have a little bit of water. I'll have a little bit of water and I'll just... Just jerk off and then fall jerk asleep. Off. Jerk off. Yeah. It does help. Always it helps. does. Always. Oh my God. You got to jerk off. You okay. got to get... I do in the morning though. I do all the time. You got to get a little scream. <laughs> I say, got to get a little scream if you want to dream. Oh, groom. Mm. All right. This actually is... <laughs> I never... That's the first time I've said that. <laughs> got to have a little scream if you want to dream. That's what so rule good. of culture is that? Uh, rule of culture number 66. 66. You got to get a little scream if you want to dream. dream. And it's also... Title of app: Scream to and dream. dream. Scream to dream. Scream, scream to dream. dream. The le- the number two. I almost said the letter two. Got a picture of that. Scream to dream. No spaces. Scream to dream. No spaces. No spaces. 
Great. Okay, this is okay. Shannon O'Neill's. I don't think so, honey. Okay, and I want to apologize. I did text twice with my dog walker. That's in fine. The past five minutes. That's she fine. I don't. I don't need that apology because you're doing Sorry. what you need to do. Yes. Sorry. She was gonna look for a coat for my dog. You're a mother in this world of a dog. Doesn't need. I'm not their mother. <laughs> You're their friend. You're their owner. I keep them alive. Keep them alive. There you go. No, I'm their owner. I'm their I'm their alpha. Okay. There you go. All right. This oh. is Shannon O'Neill's I Don't Think So Honey. So and her time begins now. I don't think so, honey. Twitter news. What is what is your algorithm? And why is the woman found dead in a clothing donation box still showing up? I don't think so, honey. Why do you quickly flash into my brain that a little boy is missing and then switch it to how some how much Samuel L. Jackson is worth? No, honey, figure your shit out. How does a woman that died at 114 years old just barely beat out a tree snail that died at the age of 14? That is fucked, honey. Update the news as it comes in. Alright, I know about the huge fatberg. I've known about it for 24 hours. <laughs> Get huge. her out of my feed, honey. <laughs> Trends for you? That shit ain't for me. Trending for me? Donald Trump Jr.? No, honey. No, he does not trend for me. Thursday thoughts? It's Wednesday, honey. Seconds. Trend me some blind animals climbing a fucking rock. Trying me a bunch of children dancing better than Beachella trend me how to make bacon a healthy meal Twitter news I don't think so honey oh, and that's one minute that was very good because okay. I don't think so honey Twitter You're news so right. the best I don't think so honeys should be things where you really don't think so honey you really don't, don't think, think so honey Twitter news my other yeah that what was, was your other one but that was a fun one because it was like the pressure to like write something which i i need because i've been kind of lazy so i was yeah. like oh i'm gonna like i'm gonna jot down write a little I don't like a little comedic piece the beats, well, were, now, the beats were pristine in that what was the other one give us what the other, other one thing was. was i don't think so honey wedding registries oh no, no. have you done that has someone covered that no we've never no, had no, that no one's, oh. no we've never had wedding that. registries although that's I'm, a lot of a lot of wedding topic. a lot of wedding traditions i learned i yeah i don't like wedding registries because like you don't yeah i know you have cups and plates right. and bowls like you don't need it it's an out of date tradition of like when you didn't have a house and yeah. it's like you get married and you move into a house and you need help from the community but yeah you don't need it you know what i uh, kind of like also you if know you what? have money like i know yeah. if you're a wealthier person and you're getting married and you have poor friends coming right <laughs> matt garing and shana taub did a cool thing which Ooh. was when they got married for for their um like it wasn't it was like a wedding registry yes but it was like they were going on their honeymoon. It was a honey fund. And yeah. It was a honey fund. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you paid for different things on their honeymoon. Even so then, you don't I like that? No. I loved it because I loved knowing that they were going to. Oh I bought God. them like two rounds of drinks on the beach. And I loved that. I loved knowing that's what they were going to do. Only if it's like a, a, an It's a Wonderful Life but situation. But if it's like I'm sending you on like an insane honeymoon. Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. That's, <laughs> like, don't I put that on me. No. I, there's something. Of, I just think the traditions have warped what mm. you know it's like what a wedding was yes, yes it's like yes. it's not it the used same. to be two people who were in love i learned the other day that you know what the wedding cake the wedding cake where it comes come from, from? i'm gonna mess it up but during some time pre-time uh pre-time pre so pre-time pre-time pre the bride it was uh there was this lore that she was like this magical thing on her wedding day uh. like she contained magic so people would guests would come up and try and grab parts of the bride and like take pieces of her wedding dress and take you know like basically grabbing <laughs> and being insane. aggressive to be like you're magic i have to touch you and take your stuff no. so to stop that 
the the wedding cake is a wedding dress. It's oh. this white tiered wedding dress. So now every time you're eating the wedding cake, it's you're eating, eating the, the bride. bride, you fucking monsters. Oh <laughs> my So next God. time you're at a wedding, be careful what piece you eat and think about what part of the bride that is. So it's like this kind of like I this never very eat the cake. aggressive I never eat the cake. kind of thing of like grabbing at the bride. I, I get the like thing that. of like, oh, she's magic. But then it's also like putting too much on someone that is getting married like you're magical because someone decided to marry you also no we're all magical we're all magical okay we're all magical when someone's magical your instinct shouldn't be to grab them give me no yeah that's too much oh my god you should wait for them to come to you and give them a piece of yourself of themselves that was those are both like weddings anyway i'm a yeah i like a celebration but i think it's like like a party i love a party love a party love a party i think and i i think if i ever do find someone again oh. i will potentially like um have a wedding because like i would want to have the party but yeah. but then also like i don't want to do the thing where i have to invite where i have to invite people oh That's, bitch yeah my parents are sure as hell not coming to my gay wedding so i'm doing it at city hall and then we're just gonna go to a bar afterwards love that bitch and it'll be it'll be like themed we'll close it down we'll, i'm giving a, such a speech it'll be a private event um and everyone can do what they want to do, but exactly. make sure you're not feeling the pressure to yeah, do because of this thing. That's what I want. Like, like it I, should be. I love a wedding where it's like, oh, this is really the couple. Like yeah. you can you can see their essence in it. A couple of my friends, like I, like I've been at their weddings, and I'm like, did you want this? You know what I mean? Like sometimes, like when the when the wedding is like super religious, mm-hmm. or when the wedding is like when like there's a ton of people there doing things at the wedding at the service, like oh, I've never seen before. I'm like. Did you want this, yeah. or did you? Were you told you had to have that person? Or it's the parents that it's like, yeah. Or was it? It's like, what the parents yeah. wanted. I just want my wedding to be my wedding if I ever have one. I love a wedding, and it's fine if you do this, but I love a wedding uh, with no no parties. No no um, wed- no no sorry no no <laughs> wedding parties. No wedding no, party. No 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 bride. No groom party. It's oh. just yeah. the two of them. Yeah. But it's fine if you you have them. Um, That's also such a thing of like the pressure of I've never. I was only a bridesmaid once Mm -hmm. and it was great Mm because my friend good experience just told me um go get a dress any dress you want Mm -hmm. great like whatever or it was like a style it was like a bohemian style so we all just had like these different Mm, that's cool or she just was like hey this is twenty dollars it's at the kiosk at the mall i'm gonna get it for you i'm like great i'll give you 20 bucks yeah and you didn't have to wear something that like you didn't like no and it wasn't like this yeah and there was no bachelorette party or like that pressure because you just hear like fr- like i just hear people complaining about the it nightmare especially yeah. with with bachelorette parties and then it's like you want to try and make it perfect for this person and it's not gonna be <sighs> and yeah. then they come to your improv show and you're like i don't want to talk to you the show is not about you and your bachelorette party <laughs> oh my god no i mean yeah that's i think i already know who will be in my my bridal party <laughs> was that what I'm calling it or groom's party groom's party but it's it's a mixture of men and women okay I love I will not be tied down by these all genders don't ascribe to the binary yes and I'll all tell genders. you a fun fact about me I was married before and mm-hmm. I on purpose uh, did not want to I tried planning it for five minutes and hated it and so we eloped yeah and great. I was like perfect yeah perfect we're eloping and then my ex-sister-in-law <laughs> no. decided that she was gonna throw a surprise no. party for us, no. But she put it under the uh, she uh, under the guise that it was a surprise engagement party, because mm. she knew the only people mm. that knew were like my mom knew, 
mm-hmm. and my ex my ex husband's uh, mom knew and his sisters, and it was uh, his one sister did this thing. So I didn't even know about this engagement party where she invited my dad and oh. former stepmom who did not know I was going to be getting married oh, on this elopement. Oh no, the sister. And then while we were, we got, we eloped in Vegas and then she did this. Oh, and fun. I found out about this party through my mom. She didn't invite my mom and then my dad called my, she didn't invite my mom by accident because my mom was coming to Vegas with me. Uh-huh. And then my dad found out about it. Uh. She, my mom found out because my dad was like, what's this party? So I did know about it. But I didn't know is that she was, she then sent an announcement that was like, while we were like in Vegas, like on like the Saturday after we got married, I get a call from my brother. He's like, I just got an announcement that says this party is actually a surprise wedding. <laughs> oh <laughs> surprise my wedding. God. wedding part, like wedding reception. And oh I just was my like, God, no. Oh. And she registered us. No. Whoa. <laughs> she had to go. Uh, eventually. <laughs> so many late eventually. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing also. It's like, because people want to control. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I like, I'm just like, oh. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I wanted it to be quick and dirty and let me deal with my dad and stepmom later. And yeah. Be the it became on my own terms. And they yeah. took it on, on your own you terms. Entirely. Yeah. Know Fuck. that your, your, your love, your choice. Your love, your choice. Your wedding experience should be something. If you want to get married, also. If you want to get married. Yeah, it's okay if you don't. Yeah. I might not. Yeah. I probably won't. But I might. Um, Depends on who I meet. Wow. Um, what a great episode. We had a great episode here today. And that was the kind of I Don't Think So Honey from Shannon that really sparked something in me. Well, first of all, we need to have what a... What did dis- it spark? We need to have it. You and I need to have a discussion about the future of it. Of, of I don't think so, honey. Well, we're gonna keep doing it, but like, don't we need something new to sort of like spice up the pot? You always think this, and I always say no. I am. Have he people always so wants to make it more difficult. Have people repeated things? There have been a couple times but where very people have rarely, done, but but yeah. but everyone has a different take. That's, take. What, yes. that's what makes human beings so beautiful. They're all so different. <laughs> <laughs> Every human being is beautiful, and they all have a beautiful take. And so, I wish you were just making a jerk off motion while you were doing it. Every human now being you are. Thank is you. gorgeous. <laughs> I, I love what they say. I think I think I think we can. There's there's a space for I don't think someone need to coexist with other things. That also sort of. How dare of, you bring the listeners in on this? You this mean is like a not, conversation like not all that you and like I need to have speci- in a boardroom. Like not all specifically pop culture. Or it just we can, we have like these other like I don't think someone needs this beautiful condensed unit of time for to express rage at something. I feel like we can explore the full spectrum of human emotion. So what like beyond a minute? I do beyond, think so. No no, honey. no 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 no. So like, <laughs> so like. We've done we've done on our Patreon. I don't think so, honey. Maybe stop, honey. stop, stop. We've done we've we've done on our Patreon episodes. Um, I have complicated, I have complicated feelings, about, feelings this. about this. Oh, but it's I think it's just as fun and interesting and textured. You can't ha- have this discussion with me in front of the listeners. You have to go through channels. Okay, we'll go through channels. You have to go through my channels, who are which are also your channels. Okay, fine. Um, I, I refuse to speak to you. We need to speak to our management. Shannon- that's good though. I feel complicated about this. Yeah. We had that's we do a, RuPaul's Drag Race recaps on our Patreon, and we and we say uh, I have complicated, complicated feelings about this. this, and it's for one minute you talk about what your feelings are. Oh, that's so hard for nuanced uh, feelings. I know. I, I never know what to say. I because I, I don't ever have complicated feelings. I always have a strong opinion, whether it's right or not. I'll be told later. Okay, so I, and you'll be the one to tell me. Absolutely. Um, but that was the kind of I don't think so, honey, from Shannon that really just helped. 
just reframe a lot of stuff. And I, I thank okay, you for that. Sure. Um, what a Happy great to help. Thank you. And Shannon is going to be on the other two. The other two. Uh-huh. And, and high maintenance. maintenance. Oh. And I also remembered eventually Alternatino. Whenever that. Alternatino. Very fun. Arturo. Arturo Castro. Yeah. I shot a sketch a couple weeks ago. It was really fun. I love that. Very funny. Yeah, he's a funny boy. It's a really funny show. Great. Brendan Fitzgibbons. Um, Archer, what a sweetheart. Um, love him so much. We should have him on. Yes. I, we really should, actually. I loved this episode. I, I think we, we got into it. We got into it. Uh, it. And now, and now we're going to get out of it with a song. Here and I go. want Bowen to perform the theme song to Zelda. Is that really how it goes? That's Zelda's what theme. What would the words be? That I remember that. That's like always been her theme. That's always been her theme. It's when she comes, when she is present. You don't really get to see her that much in all the she games. She is here. Zelda. She has power. She could turn to someone else. That's the Sheik. That's Sheik. That's only in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Just remembering Zelda is uh, a lady warrior. A lady warrior. She's a princess. And then For she- such a long time. Yeah. And... And Link it's is very... out here taking the spotlight. I know. Link but, is in there. Link is in there. Well, right. Link's the little green dude. Yeah, Link's the green him. dude. But Zelda is like the re- Zelda is keeping everything together. Like Zelda is literally saving the world from collapsing. Link is twink <sighs> nonsense. Link is twink nonsense. <laughs> a coin that I termed I, co- I that I termed on Joel Kim Booster's What the Tuck podcast. And oh really? I didn't listen to it yet. Twi- we 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 coined the term twink nonsense nonsense, and I said Ellen giving Ken- Kevin Hart an apology platform is twink nonsense. Twink nonsense. Hashtag Ellen is a twink. Um, <laughs> Hashtag Ellen is a twink. So that's <laughs> Ellen is like a twink top though. Ellen's an alpha. Ellen's an alpha twink. Ellen is an alpha twink. Yeah. We celebrate that. And Portia de Rossi is a bottom. <laughs> yeah, I there mean, you go. I mean, yeah. Did Portia buy Ellen that um <gasps> that preserve with Portia money or Ellen money? Let's who knows. It's okay either way, but it's okay either way. It's okay, okay either, either way. way. Um let's I end... just don't know what Portia's been up to. Oh, I think uh, probably be probably be. She's rich. working on her writing. Yeah, being rich. Let's, yeah. Oh, she was on um scandal. Yes. Let's close. Let's close. Right. Let's close. She out, got murdered. Let's close out oh, one no. more time with the lyrics that you just. By a baseball bat. With the lyrics that you just did. Okay. She is here. Or Jennifer Hudson. She, she has powers. She could turn into someone else. Bye. Zelda. <laughs> Hey, a uh, little reminder, uh, betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong. That's where you can go and put in a little promo code to get therapy online fast. Now, BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors who are caring professionals who specialize in the issues that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and other issues that we're all kind of dealing with that, you know, we want to reach out and get some help for. And you can connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment using betterhelp.com. Slash ding dong. Of course, yes. Slash ding dong. Of course. If you want to use, you know, our promo code and get 10% off, you would use the promo code ding, ding dong. dong. We so, just wanted to stop in here in the middle of the episode and say and that. And just say that. So schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Yeah, and maybe you can even marry your therapist. Okay, oh, we've we been can't. through this. We, they, you can't do that. It's not appropriate it's to marry not, your therapist. It's unethical. Oh, what if they're hot? Should I get another one? Yeah. Okay. Betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong.
Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs>